Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Saturday, 11pm until 2am. Exclusive to Manchester Radio Online. All the latest movie, TV and entertainment news. Don't forget to check out our website on www.starburstmagazine.com.
And welcome to Starburst Radio with me, Mike Royce, editor of Starburst Magazine, and Chris Hayes, the news editor of Starburst Magazine. Yeah, all right. So, what news is they? Are we going straight into the news? No messing around. I don't know. Oh, wait. I try oh, not to. The, or the big I news. Just cover up, or shall I cover up the Are fact Are you talking that about the really big news? This really big news? Or shall I first confess that... The volume levels were completely wrong coming in there, so I apologise for anyone Nobody who was noticed. listening. Don't point it out. Nobody oh, noticed. Yeah. Oh, I'd, I'd hate to be disorganised and boring, <laughs> so I thought I'd uh, I'd do that. But Oh, go on. What news? The Starburst magazine launched. It is true. It is One true. week to well, the day. Well, in theory, providing we don't go the way of Sony and uh, upset oh, yeah. loads of hackers yeah. sometime during the week, we will be publishing the... Issue 366 of Starburst on the 14th. No, which why is 366? Because Where's that's, this number come from? that's the issue after the issue when it it ceased printing. I oh, know. I'm just pretending to be dumb. Good. Yeah, well, I do but, know. But it's a good way. But for, you know, for the no, listeners good, out there, it's maybe. good because yeah. that that ham-fisted bit of improvisation that you provided <laughs> <Yeah>. there actually <laughs> told. The I've lost my script. Why. Exactly. Yeah but, yeah, but no, that that's effectively it. When we when it was decided to cease publication as a printed and go over to uh, online, that was the last issue then, and it was three six five in the first issue online. As when this was three six five out? Um, well, it was about a year ago. It's taken a long time to put this together. You oh, know, right. you actually, I don't think you realise how many writers we've got now and how big a deal this is. I've not seen you for a couple of days, so uh, what, what was it, last count? Day, didn't yeah, it? No. yeah, last no, count got, was 30, got, was it? No, no, we got 50. What? We've got 50 writers. Awesome. And they're providing a load of monthly columns that, well, I can't even begin to cover what, what they what they do? There's they, a lot of coverage out there. Yeah. Well, there what is. What kind of stuff have from, we got? Well, we've got Paul Mount back, who was the Paul veteran, Mount, yep. and he did TV Zone. Is that right? TV is is that what he's doing? That's what he's doing. He's doing that and a lot of reviews as well. And he's he, the, the column. I obviously I've read a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Because um, I've had to be involved in it going up and getting published, so I can say it's it's. It's it's a hell of a read, yeah. It right. really is, and I'm not just saying that because I'm biased. It is a hell of an achievement when when this magazine publishes on on Saturday, and I can't pre- I can't predict what time because we we've set that as the date for publication. But there is an issue where we've got to enable everybody's subscriptions, and that'll take quite they they will a lot more than we thought we were going to have, yeah. Which is good news, which oh, yeah. is very good news. Awesome but as, news. as you probably know, if any of you are listening for the first time or aren't aware or haven't got round to it, if you go on to starburstmagazine.com, you can, you can literally click one button, fill in about three lines, your name, your email address, and choose a password. You're registered. Is it's it safe? 
It's very. You're well, not going to yeah, farm these deets out, are you? No, I don't think so. No, um, no. We're, we apparently we're a lot safer than Sony, so uh, <laughs> oh, we're cool. No, snap. that's great, isn't it? Great when the big boys slip up and they all of a sudden you've got some credibility from nowhere. Yeah, yeah it's great. But no, we're we're good. It's it's all fine, and you get a free lifetime subscription because we're a lot of the people involved in this. This is one thing I want to point out as well. Are uh, they're doing it with the waiving their writers fees because they they've got a big affection for the magazine now there's a lot of love out there well the magazine started in 1978 in yep. january and what happened it 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 was the first ever sci-fi related fantasy related magazine that dealt with those sort of films yeah every other magazine that was out until that time would yeah you'd get a review of the deer hunter or you'd get a review of the godfather or you'd get a review of some other mainstream films kramer versus kramer dedicated to genre filmmaking it it broke star wars in the uk it broke star wars in the uk it was the first magazine to cover it as if it was something and at the time it was called the star wars it was just being introduced they weren't even sure it'd be a hit it had just started going berserk in america but as you know things can kick off in europe and not catch in america things can kick off in yeah, america sure. and fail here and you've seen many examples of that over the years and this was one occasion where it was uh, it wasn't certain but this guy deskin his name was, he, he took a gamble and he, he formed this magazine, it's called Starburst, and, and going off his interviews, he, where he came up with a name, he knew it had to have Star in it because Star Wars Star was Wars. coming out, yeah. and um, he just came up with lots of different endings to it and went, oh no, we'll go with Burst. I, I can't remember, there, there was another one, I think it was Starball or something. Starballs? Uh, Starball, yeah, okay. or something like that. And it's and he jumped less. that and went with Starburst. Yeah. And he, I don't think he ever regretted that decision, I think I think that was Wasn't good. there a Starlog? Starlog was the American magazine. That launched about the same time, totally different people. Okay. But you, you will get that, you will get that somebody saw the gap. They saw the need for it. That that film basically told people, "Listen, this is commercial. People yeah. are paying for this. It's like anything. If you if there's a massive hit and it's a rock movie or or there's a there's certain things, you you will get magazines pop up around it. Yeah. At the time, there was only this one, and for until SFX came around in 1992, Starburst was it. It covered the entire genre, and a lot of people who are now in the 30s and 40s grew up. And their entire interest in sci-fi, Doctor Who, was Star born Wars. from that magazine. Yes, yeah, and yeah. That, that's I've, all I've met the a lot of people who say, I've "Yeah, I can remember reading like uh, the, the did they do a horror annual once?" Yeah, yeah, I've way, got way, but you've got that. I've got that. Oh, that's incredible. Well, why I've got it, and you'll find this horror annual. They brought out a horror annual. I think it was about 1981, and it was. It was done in... A, it's almost an encyclopedia. It goes from the... Fit, fir, to, it's almost like something like the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. And, and it was... Uh, it was a proper guide to horror films That's all the way, yeah. and and it was done in a really really good way. It was it was it was an annual. It was like just a normal annual, like you'd get the Beano, the looking yeah. annual, or oh, whatever. I remember those, and, yeah. and this one, so I got this okay. for Christmas. My grand granddad <laughs> bought it me, and and I was so happy, and and I used it. It got, and then shortly after that, this was the eighties, early eighties. You had the horror double bill 
on BBC Two, and that came out. And all of a sudden, you've got this, and and BBC Two six months later start putting all the films on. Right. So it was all almost, the films covered in the. Yeah. Under, did they take yeah. any influence from that? Or do you think? Uh, no, I don't think so. I'm, I, I mean, you never know, will you? And yeah. I, unless we got some uh, guy from from the BBC at the time on now to to comment and and give his uh, and give his thoughts on it. I don't think you're ever going to find out, but at the time, what what happened is you you had you had literally this book come out, and six months later, a direct feed of these films that are featured in the book, and and obviously it was almost like being at university. You just don't get <laughs> like, you, you don't oh, get that anymore. Here's your studies, do you? here's your studies, and then all of a sudden it came out. So so the horror double bill, you'd have. An old universal black and white from the 30s, 40s, um, Frankenstein. Creature from the Black Lagoon. Stuff. Well, that's 50s, that. Oh, sorry. You, it was a bit earlier than that. You, they, they basically, black and white followed by a colour. Right. Yeah? And the colour would be usually a hammer horror. So, so you were you were getting a full education on this. You were getting, uh, if you were say the age I was, I'd be watching this at twelve, thirteen. Yeah. All of a sudden, I'd be watching something from the thirties and forties, getting all oh, those were the guys, yeah. And then all of a sudden, seven, uh, like sixties, seventies, hammer. Right. So you 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 were brought up to date almost. That's why that book was so important. Oh, that's cool. And that's where Starburst is all uh, was always right there at the cutting edge. But the problem is at the moment with that, why the decision made when I took over, the I made a decision. It was a, it was a bold one at the time, and that was to go online and not not go printed because you cannot compete with the news. And that's your area. It certainly is. Well, yeah. you explain to anyone listening why why that's important for you because it must be a help to you that it's online and not printed. Oh, well, yeah, you've got it. You've got to keep it updated. The reason people go to movie sites these days is to keep uh, abreast of like breaking news, isn't it? So it's important that that's covered. You're right, saying that in a magazine, you often. You know when it's uh, when it's delivered to you. You know the new ep- new uh, mm. issue of Empire. You, you look in it, and the, all the news is it's old. Yeah, yep, of course, seen yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, on this show each week. Yeah. You know, you 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 get that. Well, the problem the problem that I have with it is not it's, knocking Empire though. It's a great great magazine. Look, I love all yeah. these magazines. Yeah, I love all these magazines, but they they're, they're doing what they do, and we're doing yeah. something a little bit more. As shall I say? old-fashioned we're not doing loads of spoilers on stuff we're giving more of a general overview we will have 20 odd columns i mean 20 columns regular by by really good writers that love their genre love their area everyone's got their area you've got the whole genre covered top to toe in this magazine i've heard a rumor as well is is this true confirm this that you're going to also be offering like um all the old issues yes Digitally, yes, That's free, brilliant, free, free of charge. Occasionally, from issue one, from issue one, wow. we will we will remaster them, scan them, get them all done PDFs, and we'll be making them available to everybody, and and it's free. It's part if you subscribe. And the best news in the world is how we've done this magazine is quite simple. We it's a labour of love. We've got lots and lots and lots of writers on board. We're offering a free subscription lifetime you go on that site tonight there's no con there's no catch you go on to starburstmagazine.com and you 
give us your details and it's nothing that's a problem whatsoever name address not not sorry not name address it's it's name um email address yeah. rather and uh, and a password Boom. don't Boom. that's it you're you're registered you'll then get an email a lovely hopefully you'll get an email if nothing <laughs> goes wrong next saturday going hello welcome to starburst please log on Dig and verify in. your account and you will have a magazine there and believe me i'm not just saying this it's one hell of a magazine you will be there all day if you start reading that magazine to next saturday you will be there all I've day i've read a lot of stuff that's been coming in yeah it's well it's great. great yeah but but the other side not only the news is up to date the the uh, the features and the columns are published on the 14th of every month so you've got an issue every yeah. month it's 366 for this month and what about reviews month. reviews are done weekly so that they're not out of date right and most importantly your news, news daily news yeah. as it happens oh yeah direct line feed done and it'll be cutting edge stuff and that so so it's your one-stop shop you you literally bookmark it go there every day you can see everything plus you've got multimedia but most importantly from you guys listening the podcast of this radio show available on that site Is all that the time now? Well, that that will be happening after the after the publication. It will be on there. The, literally, we'll do the show on Saturday and probably Sunday. It'll be available through the site to podcast. What about and iTunes? iTunes probably on the Monday. Oh, so Ooh, we fancy. unfortunately are going to be reaching a oh, wider dear. audience. With with um, we might have to actually try to do this show <laughs> properly. <laughs> yeah. um, talking of which, we need to go to a bit of music. I, 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 we we had a bit we had a bit of criticism, didn't we? We've had it before. I mean, we've had Susan from Quagmire. Yeah. We don't like your disgusting, no. filthy, Potty mouth. gutter mouth. Yep. Yes. And, and, and Anthony Older. So he'd like to comment, you know, he asked a question. Does, uh, is this show always that boring and disorganised? What? I know. Is it? I, I think oh. the answer is yes, actually, to be honest <laughs> with you. But, but is that, does that give us a double act? Who's, are you boring and me disorganised or, or what? Uh, let's is it the other let's, way? Let's do, do we know. do a bit of both? Do we swap it over? I don't know. I mean, what, what, should I be upset by that? I don't think so. I, I think, I think we should dedicate the next song to him. Can I get any of you cunts a drink? Yeah. No, hey, look at me. I'm not going to say, you know, there's plenty more fish in the sea. I'm not going to 
going to say if you love her, let her go. And I'm not going to bombard you with cliches. But what I will say is this. It's not the end of the world. Freedom. Manchester Radio Online.com. Oranges, lemons, passion fruit. There what? you go, that's another three you could have said. What's that? Oh, right. <laughs> no, I just did a lie. I like listening to it every week. Oh, no, I like listening to him do that. It's an embolism. It's good. It's good stuff. Right, anyway, let's let's go over what we're going to do this week. We we were talking about the fact I'd been to the CSI experience last week while I was in Vegas. Still looking forward to hearing that. Next, Is that tonight? W- no, we're going to do what? it. I'll tell you what, we got a load to get through this week, yeah, because we've just spent um, uh, sort of slightly self-masturbation in a, a uh, commercial sense for the last 20 minutes so we've um, <laughs> I, I figure that we we've run we need to bump this onto next week Wait, that's disorganized I, I wonder uh, why we're getting this reputation from yeah. right the that will next week be looking at uh, at another bone of contention and lots of other things and in between that we will do the CSI experience and we'll talk about the CSI program as well as a whole, I will go through it. Oh, and I will say, because this stuff I love and this stuff at the moment, I'm not a happy camper, you know. I haven't seen a single episode well, of Well, there you go. I'm, this is it. The two things I need to be introduced to we're going to sort you out with Doctor Who and we're going to we'll get you on the path. I'm going to I'm doing a list of essential Doctor Who. I'm going to strip it down for you. That is a good idea. Yeah. You know what? All the articles I've read this week, though, yeah. uh, for, for the magazine, uh, I know quite a bit about Doctor Who. It's been a proper education Yeah, well, seriously, yeah. that's what I was saying yeah. before. We're going on about the mag, but, uh, yeah, I'll, well, we're here. I'll go into what this week's yeah, what, bone of contention. Tonight? Bone of contention tonight. I, well, after the last 20 minutes that we've just spent, <laughs> product placement. <laughs> How funny is that? Yeah. Um, Okay. And, and that wasn't deliberate on my no. part, therefore, oh, well, we'll just go on about us for all that. No, product placement. Is it good? Is it bad? What's it doing to cinema? Is it ruining movies? Is it helping movies? We're going to look into yeah, all of that. And of we're going to do it in depth. People can email in as well, as usual. Well, I, I cannot believe... I cannot believe it, uh, how much stuff there is about product placement, how many different 
types of it there are, how many facets, how how it goes off on one, and and yeah. it's it's amazing. It's an amazing subject once you start digging into it. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, yeah, well, if any of you have anything to say on product placement in the movies or whether we're boring and disorganised or whether this show even deserves to be on the air, email studio at manchesterradioonline.com or if you have not injured yourself on your right hand, if you're right-handed, you can what press the mean? button. I'm, I'm, it's a bit, you know, with the old, you know oh, what people do what? with that right hand. They sometimes get a sprain and they can't click the button on right, the uh, but why, computer. Why would everyone be listening to the show with their pants off? I don't get it. Right. It's an Where online, it's online radio. Yeah. Oh, there's and a lot of distractions. Th- there's okay. other things on the yep. screen. Yep, yeah. Yep, yep. But it's not just us. Yeah. We're, we're, the, vi- we're the sound they're <laughs> listening to. And, and I'm talking about the visuals here. Right. Yeah. Right. So anyway, there's a button on the Manchester Radio Online website you can click and then you get to send us a direct email it's complicated but i'm sure you can make it i'm sure you can make it work yeah right so what 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 are we going to do now well i don't know well your news this is so disorganized it is i know i just don't know some news yeah, yeah. Okay, i just can't find it we've that, got mate? bits of paper everywhere i don't oh, know what crap. to do um, no. have you Oh, wait, here we go. Oh, right, we oh, go. right. Here we go. Oh, no, I've got dear it. Dear me. Yeah, don't panic. I thought it was doomed then. Yeah. News. Go on. Okay, Paranormal Activity 3. Oh, dear. Yep, another one's on its way. We all knew this anyway. It's coming in October. Now they continue until they stop making money, don't they? Yeah, exactly, like the Saw movies. No yeah, shock, that got to, it? what, seven? Episode seven? And they, they had a year turnaround with each one. How many did you see? Uh, Four. What made you give up? It, because it was shit. Oh. Four was oh, oh, awful. Wait, wait a minute. Um, that's that's not that insightful, that. Ah, oh, no. But, well, okay, well, if we want to get into it. How many did you see? I'm not a None. Oh, I've seen it No, two. you've not seen it. Two. I've seen two. One. And I fell asleep during the second good. one. That doesn't really count, yeah, does it? Yeah, the second one wasn't great, but I thought the third one wrapped okay. it up perfectly. That okay. was a very, very neat trilogy they had there okay you've but, actually made me want to watch the yeah, third one now. it's really okay. good the problem is okay spoiler alert uh, spoiler mm-hmm. alert mm-hmm. everybody mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. jigsaw dies yeah the villain dies in three yeah uh so they kind of wrote themselves into a bit of a you know corner there uh so, so am four, I right? five so, six and seven they've kind of had to like find a way to desperately still include him so there's this whole convoluted backstory now, which is not, it's, it's just so dull. I came out of four and I said, that is it. They're not getting my money ever again. But you see, the thing, the thing is, I, I'm assuming, correctly or incorrectly, you put me right, that the, they did the first one, the second one probably didn't do. I mean, I must admit, I don't know why I fell asleep. I can't remember that much about it, to be honest. It was you know what? The, Weird thing um, is, I fell asleep during that movie yeah, as well. Yeah, I know. We maybe the, maybe the, here's, here's a yeah. genre, <laughs> movies to fall asleep to. Oh, maybe if you're at Insomniacs, we'll do a website, and it's just movies that, if you're having trouble sleeping, forget going 
to the doctors and getting yeah, sleeping just tablets. Put that on. Yeah, just put this. I, I, I yeah. did go back and watch it on DVD. Yeah, imagine though, that. So you get if that. My opinion was, is valid. Okay, well, just imagine if the doctors catch up. You know, your GP catches up with this as a as a bit of therapy. <laughs> yeah, they'll be get, you'll be going to him. I can't, I've got insomnia. I can't sleep. Oh, okay, well, t- yeah, you're going to need saw two. Yeah, every night for a week. Or for a lot of people, Paranormal Activity three that that bored the pants off a lot of people. Okay. Yeah, but three, still, not th- no, two. No, oh, I meant two. Thank you. Oh, I, dear. Do you know what we have a? Um, I, going back, product placement. Hmm, Starburstmagazine.com has uh, actually got a review from the future. But <laughs> a future correspondent comes and gives us a review from a film from uh, like ten years time, and it's called Hack to the Future. It's great. Yeah, and uh, the the What's thing he is, reviewed? it's it's reviewed a weird remake of Star Wars in the first one, but I don't want to ruin the rest of it. Right. There's, there's actually uh, another Batman film reviewed in it. Yeah, oh, that, cool. that that we will have made in ten years' time. Right. So, but I'm just saying that uh, you you've actually made a contribution there. Well, what have I done? Well, you skipped forward four years, didn't you? Three years. Why? Wow, what did I say? Paranormal Activity three. Oh no, this a couple of months that. How is it? Yeah, is it nearly finished? No, well, they've just... Well, this this is the news. You notice how I started the news segment and then we just talked ourselves into a mass... This is what people mean when they say oh, boring and disorganised. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, 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 this cul-de-sac yeah, that we end up in. Go what on. we like. Well, they've just announced the directors mm-hmm. of the third one and I think it's actually a pretty interesting choice. Uh, they are... There's a directing duo, uh, Henry Deust and Ariel Shulman, is it? Okay. Uh, and they directed... Last year's Catfish. Yeah. Did you catch that at all? Yeah. Yeah, that kind of... Well, I loved it. It, it maintained that it was some, a documentary, I know didn't you it? had some issues with yeah. it, but I just took it on face value. No, I called them out on that. Look, they had to refilm bits of it because nothing would oh, happen yeah, sure. as perfectly as that. And sure, you know that. but I Come think on. they filmed, they, they retroactively created a documentary with that. Uh, uh, yeah, but enough of it was true, though. Yeah, but 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 the maintaining this is this is a documentary, and what all all the documentary. I, I, I well, spoiler alert again. I mean, how far should we go with this, by the way? Because a lot of people haven't um, seen Catfish yet, and right. I don't want to put d- d- them off. Right. Look, it's look, a very look. interesting movie. Some, some, there's a person involved, and they turn out to be not what they say they are. I yeah. think that's fair saying that. Everybody knows that. Yeah, yeah. But I think, and you think that the way that it comes out in the film. There are certain scenes that, if they didn't already know that she wasn't who they say who she said she was, they wouldn't have filmed certain bits of it. Yeah, and that, but they couldn't have known that at the time because they're pertaining to not know. Am I making any sense, or is this coming yeah. across as absolutely? Yeah, I'm confusing? sure it would be. For I'm the trying listener. to. I'm yeah. trying to get it across without ruining this because it is out on DVD now and Blu-ray and and probably download as well. Oh. No, not, not... Oh, all right. Not I thought you dodgy meant, like, downloads. No, then. no, if you probably like, get it on iTunes torrent, or you know. uh, Love Film through your PS3. Okay. Oh, wait, is that working? Yet? I don't think so, no. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, no. Th- yeah, I mean, I get I get what you're saying, but it's a good film. So if they're it's directing It's an interesting this, film, but oh, they're a little right. bit... Mm, no, I don't know. A okay. little bit of moral ambiguity there, I think. So you think that they'll do... 
you're not sure what they'll do with this then? I've got no idea. I think it's a pretty interesting choice. I quite like the uh, Paranormal Activity 1. Um, okay. Uh, still a little, little love for 2 as well. But okay. you, I, I don't think you've seen either of you, so... No. Why did we pick this news item? This is a disaster. I know. Yeah. Move on. Moving yeah, move on. Quickly. Moving on. Quickly. Okay. Oh, we were talking about uh, uh, Django Unchained last week. Yes. You know, the... Uh, well, well, I was sceptical that, yeah. that, that, that some handwritten piece of paper might not possibly be exactly what everyone was saying it was. The, the, story, the story was that it, uh, a, a tweet appeared in the Twitter sphere. Or whatever you call it. Yeah, that's a, that's what it's supposed uh, to be called. And it yeah. was reportedly the the cover to Quentin Tarantino's just finished brand new screenplay, and okay. it was entitled uh, Django Unchained. Django, as in you know the 1966 yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Django series. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, this week uh, it absolutely turned out to be real. Yeah, that is his next movie. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it bears no relation to the old Django movies, though. I've heard. I hope. I hope. Just in name. Just in name only. I hope. Like Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. Didn't. Uh, it wasn't related to the old Inglorious Bastards, was yeah, it? Yeah, it's just, in, he it's just liked new, the title. Yeah, it's yeah. basically a new film, and he's just going to pull bits and bot bits and bobs out of the stuff that he, yeah. he fancies using. Yeah, yeah. okay. And uh, today there was a bit Can of a, 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 a casting uh, rumor floating around that he, he actually wants uh, Will Smith to do it. Wow. Hmm. No, that would be good for Smith, actually, because I've not seen him in anything that wasn't spectacularly dull and Oscar-grabbing for a long time, don't you think? Everybody's waited for a long time for for Quentin Tarantino to do a Western. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's been... Very exciting. If you look at Westerns of the type, you can imagine it, can't you? I mean, if you... Quentin Tarantino with an, a Morricone soundtrack and some. Well, he always you know, always uses the Morricone stuff, doesn't he? he? Well, yeah, you he would. It's it. awesome. Yeah. It's brilliant. If yeah. you're it's a, for a Western, there's nothing better. Yeah. Nothing better. I defy anybody to to find somebody that's done film movie music for a genre better than him. He, yeah. He's nailed that. And and I feel sorry for anybody coming afterwards because all they do is they ape him. They yeah. they do a crap version of of a morricone soundtrack yeah and it never it's never the same no i mean they do you i mean even in video games red dead redemption oh i saw that all yeah. the way through all the way through um morricone-esque music yeah they, that, that some that you know which is good stuff it's great stuff but you know where they've got it from you're a big video game fan aren't you i mm -hmm. saw the trailer for um uh call of the dead yeah have you seen this this blew yeah. me away. Yeah. Uh, is it uh, call, it's a Call it, of Duty spin-off, is it? I don't think it's real. No, it is. It's real. The one with Buffy the Vampire yep. Slayer, and I, I don't think yep. it's real. It is. Seriously. If that's real, I'm gobsmacked. Yeah. I've seen this clip, and it's been... I've seen it. I think it's, it's Call of Duty, but with zombies. Yeah. And the trailer... I, I think you might find that's not real. Oh, God. That would be embarrassing. No, I think that's not real. I think it's real. Another right, bit. everybody out there... Check it out. What is it again? It's because Call, Call of the Dead. Call of the Dead. Look yeah. on YouTube. Call of the Dead, and and let us know. It please. looks awesome. Let us know because I don't think that's actually genuine. It is genuine. I just remembered. Know? How yep. do you know it's because genuine? Because I was listening to a podcast the other week and they had Michael Rooker on. Yeah. 
who played Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Okay. He was promoting the movie um, Super that he's okay. in. Okay. And he he said that they've just... Oh, and he's in Walking Dead as well. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. They they, they just hire, uh, had him do the voiceover for it. And there he is in the, in the trailer. So we should, should we explain, just in case Yeah, like, just say, say what the trailer is, in case anyone's not seen it. Call yeah. of, it's Call of Duty, but with zombies. And the trailer is presented... Uh, they're, well, they're deliberately parodying the uh, Grindhouse uh, trailer, aren't they? Yeah. They've even got the same voiceover artist, yeah, you know, have. the Mr. Trailer guy on there. And it stars uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Uh, she's even wearing, I noticed, the, uh, the little Buffy outfit there. She's yeah. got the red leather pants on, yeah. I think from season two, end of two. Not sure. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, Danny Trejo. Don't let on you know that. Please. <laughs> Go on. Danny Trejo as Machete, it yeah. looks like. Yeah. Uh, Robert England. Yeah. Uh, of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street fame. Yeah. Um, do, 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 Henry Rooker. Yeah. Michael Rooker that we were just talking about. Well, I'm, I'm Who not, else? Just, oh, and an appearance by George A. Romero himself. Yeah, so you've yeah, got, you right, get to a fight zombie. You a get zombie fight. George A. Romero. Yeah. That is superb. If this is a real game, it's, it's going to be amazing. It's real. But I, I've seen this trailer and I dismissed it. Cool, isn't it? I, I, no, I, I loved it, but I dismissed it because it, I just can't, could not understand how it, it looked could too possibly. good. Yeah, it just sounded too great. I'm well, sure we're missing we, somebody out as well from that. But yeah, have a look at it online and let us know if you think that uh, that, that is genuine rubbish. or not. Yeah. At, at uh, studio at manchesterradioonline.com. And have we got time for another quick one before we get some more music? Well, we can talk, continue talking about trailers because I want to talk about the Green Lantern trailer. Go on. The new Green Lantern trailer. Yep. Did you see it? Yeah, I did. And um, what do you think? Oh, th- well, I've been won over by all these trailers. Yeah, the first I one was great. a little... I wasn't. I didn't know what to make of that. It didn't show you much. No, it didn't, didn't show you very much anyway. It, it's it? quite genius. They've just they, they've managed to stagger it. They've you know the they, they've won people over with the second trailer and the and especially the third that came out this week. Yeah, and you get to see oh what is it oh the planet the Green Lantern yes. planet yeah the 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 scope of this things thing looks incredible. I can't yeah. wait. That's why I'm impressed because they've actually took it. Out, they've they've played with the mythos. Let me tell you, in that trailer, there's pretty much, well, everybody involved in the comic book. All the major characters are in there. Yeah, there's one or two that that are not in there, but they wouldn't come into it at that stage anyway. They've even got the. You had the first look at the Watchers. Is it the Watchers? The Guardians. The Guardians. The universe, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're they they still on the book. You see, thing. the thing is, Jeff Johns, this this very 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 good writer for DC, as it's not reinvented, but he's certainly connected the Green Lanterns right to the centre of the mythos of the whole universe. The Guardians are supposed to be there looking after the, the whole DC universe, the yeah. whole lot. Oh, right. And, I mean, I mean he, he's amazing because he's he rebooted that. He rebooted Green Lantern, he rebooted The Flash. He's, re, he's, he's a reboot genius. He, he, he basically comes along and forget Grant Morrison. Grant Morrison is the is the one who'll come along and he'll take something and and he'll take it to the fi- and he he loves doing the final episode of it. He Did loves he kill Batman? He killed Batman or Bruce Wayne? He, he, he more finished accurately. off the X Men to the point where you couldn't logically do another so comic book series. You're saying that's his big gimmick then? It's his big gimmick. He goes right. If I said to you now, right, right, the final ever 
episode or or say I'll give you ten comic books to wrap up yeah. forever. Yeah, a comic book character or whatever. He, he that's what he does. He basically takes it to that level and then he goes right. See ya. Bye. <laughs> and, Enjoy. and the sales have gone through the roof yeah. and everyone's happy. And then all of a sudden, well, he's the leaving dust a mess settles. for the next writer. Yeah, and then the yeah. writer's got to cobble together some nonsense. Yeah, because these things are never okay. over, are they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Magneto got killed off. He, everything was done. The, the school for gifted students, the youngsters, that was completely destroyed, decimated. There was nothing left in the X Men. And then the poor sod afterwards had to just cobble together this story like, oh well that wasn't actually Magneto that right. died, it was someone else and da, da, da. and it all comes across as lame ass. Yeah. Oh dear. And that's the problem. Uh, whereas Jeff Johns comes along and he just goes, Right, um I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna actually take what's already there and add loads of stuff on that's cool. And that's what he does. Oh, he, he, he came in, and within a matter of months, you started hearing prophecies about the fact that the Green Lanterns weren't the only colour spectrum in the universe. There were a load of others. You had, and he went through them all. You had red, you had yellow, you had indigo, you had, uh, and they all dealt with different things. Fear was the Green Lantern. That, that that's the colour of fear, green. Um, and then your you, orange was greed and um, indigo. I think indigo was... Um, I know violet was love and red was rage, yeah? What's and the, then, what's and the then green? all of a sudden, green is, is fear. Uh, it's willpower. Yeah. Willpower. Willpower, okay, yeah. yeah. So you've got to be able to un- overcome fear. Ah. Fear itself is the yellow ring, which Sinistro who becomes his enemy. There's the Sinistro core. And then all of a sudden, he starts introducing all these other things, like there's a big series called... You you know, the Sinistro Core Wars, where the Green Lanterns versus basically Yellow Lanterns, and then the Red Lanterns arrived, Rage of the Red Lanterns, and all of a sudden you've got this massive universe just expanding with loads of cool ideas, and that's what he does. He comes along, and he takes whatever you've got, and he doesn't... It like, just grand, builds on if it. If you've yeah. got two kids to bring round to your party, yeah, right... There's always one kid who'll come round and he'll get you toys and you'll have a right laugh and all that, but at the end of it, all the, the capes ripped off it and that's smashed <laughs> and that's broke. But but you've had a good afternoon. Yeah. This Jeff Johns is the other guy. He comes along and he builds loads of little castles and you, and little place other things and makes lots and makes all your figures all play together into one massive thing. You know, even if they're not from the same set, he'll have an action man fighting with Barbie to save oh, the universe against whatever. But that's the kind of guy he is, though. He, I couldn't he mix takes, up my toys when I was takes, a kid. Well, he takes all the toys available in the universe and yeah. he'll add on. Like, the first thing he thought was, well, they wouldn't just be green, would they? If they're getting a power from an emotional spectrum, he did that. Right, and no one's ever hinted about this or explored this before. No, no. But, but now... It's as if it never ever wasn't there. Yeah. And that's what his genius is. Within within six months of him writing this stuff, you don't know that it, it was ever any different. I've heard that's one of the most popular titles now as well. It's massive. It it's yeah. massive. It's huge. And this is a comic book that got cancelled five times during the 80s and Crikey. they tried to reboot it and reboot it and nothing worked, nothing worked. This guy comes along and he just goes, right, ding, done. Six months later, it's a top, top seller. Brilliant. And it stays there. It doesn't just go bang, big storyline up. And then he brought, and then he gave this big prophecy that the end of the DC universe was coming. All of it. In the blackest night. Oh, I've heard with of the that. arrival of the Black Lanterns. Right. And everyone, and he'd made it, he'd played it out for three years, and you kept hearing bits and bobs in it to the point where you, Flipping it, it, even years. as a comic book reader, this you is were why paranoid. I can't keep up. It, it costs co- a lot of money. too much money. It costs yeah. a fortune. But the, the, um, Blackest Night crossed over into approximately 
140 comic books. To read the entire saga, you've got it, and they're all $3 each. <sighs> yeah, do the math. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Weren't they resurrecting previously dead DC heroes as Oh, well? yeah, yeah. I mean, they, this is the thing. Is that the big shot was everyone Bruce was Wayne expecting. came back? No. No. He never died, apparently. He that's what? the thing. He was re- he was transferred back oh. in time, and, and a body from there took his place, what? yeah. Oh. Um. Yeah. That's Grant Morrison for you. Ooh. I'll say no more than that. Yeah. But I think I think we need to go to uh, a little bit more music now, yeah. and then we'll get back and do a little bit more news before we move on. We've uh, we've we've got a film review coming up. We've obviously got our bone of contention, which is product placement. Um, product placement, good, bad. Do we hate it? Do we love it? Has it got a place? Is it ruining films? Everyone's yeah. got an opinion on product placement because it, it does get right in your face. And I'm going to have... Sometimes it does, I, yeah. I have um, a particular, particular problem with one piece of product placement, and that's going to come in at the beginning of my review yeah, of it. Priest in 3D. Oh, OK. So um, we'll, get, we'll get on with that, and then we'll do the bone later. But we will get... We will get on with a bit of music now, so uh, we'll be back right after this. Shake my body, woke up this morning, got a wound, got a 
Freedom. This is Manchester Radio Online.com. And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Manchester Radio Online. And yeah, you've been listening to some good music tonight. So you've had David Holmes from the soundtrack of Ocean's Twelve, even though you hated the film. The rubbish. soundtrack was pretty no, the film was rubbish, yeah. It was, but it was in Europe. Awful. We want them in Vegas, don't we? Yes. They've got to be set in Vegas. And was films. that the one where Julia Roberts' character Masquerade, masquerades as Julia Roberts. Yes, you didn't oh, like that, so did I you? I hate that kind of stuff. And, um, and Bruce Willis, and, Bruce was in Willis it, and he didn't realise oh, that he was a different Julia, person. Yeah. Yeah. That's mental. Yeah, it was a bit audacious. It's sort of making out that you'll just be that happy when that how clever that is. And mm. I'm not sure. I'll have to watch no. that again. I don't. I don't feel as angry as you do. But there again. <laughs> 
It's, it doesn't sound great, does it? Bothers me. Yeah, the, we had the theme from Hawaii Five O. We had blue, blue ray, blue ray fi monster. Um, yeah, we had the theme from the Sopranos as well. But that the, the guy that you've just been listening to was Frank Porcel and his orchestra. Now, I there's a bit of a story behind this. Frank Frank Porcel. Obviously Frank. French. Okay. I'm, I'm useless at that. Do you know I've got an A level? <laughs> Great A. French. In French. Can't speak a word. All right. Can't speak a word of it. I went back. I went and and yeah, I made an effort to learn it, and I can't remember a word of it now. Anyway, isn't Frank his Porcel. name in French just Frank? Frank. Frank. F R A N C K. Oh, it's Frank. I'm not reading the paper. And if they're wrong, then you know, but by all means. But I talk about being wrong. We've been put right on Call of the Dead. Oh, yeah. Uh, it really is real. Quite a few emails Can't, on that. I, I'm absolutely ecstatic to hear yep. that, because I just dismissed it, because it was like a wet fanboy's wet dream. Yeah, that. too cool. Yeah, but so there you, be you go, it's real, it's, so let's Apparently it. it's, a, uh, it's just a download, an extension pack Fine. that you can download oh, to seriously? Call of Duty worth, Black it's Ops. Worth, it's worth getting Call of Duty Black Ops just yeah. to get that alone. But yeah, back on the front, poor cell. We're, um, yeah, the, I, me and... And some friends went down to a cottage, and I have a friend, and he writes books, and he's he's got he's quite into all this, and and his his name's Steve Barry, and he writes TV Cream books. He's wrote the TV Good Cream book, Toys book. It is an awesome yep. book. If anyone's not seen it, it's it's the guide to retro toys, anything like that. And he's working on the confectionery um, book as well. And he's a massive fan of Kate Bush, and he thought it would be a great idea to go go down and get a cottage near where Kate Bush lived and spend the weekend there because it was his 40th well, birthday. And, and spy we had on fun. We didn't spy on her. It's just it sounds very stalkerish. It's not stalkerish. He it? rented a cottage up. adjacent no, from Kate rented, Bush's house. We all rented a cottage, and it was. Well, you it do was turn harmless. the lights out and just stare what? out the window no, with binoculars. Um, no, right. There she it's, is. Right. Do you Kate know Bush when there's somebody habitat. that you admire and you think, oh, well, if they've decided to live there, that's a cool area, let's go and see, and you've read a bit about it, and you just decide, oh, go there. And we, it was great. It was an amazing village just near, near there. I'm not Tell me that was, it was it just a plus point. Then, it was just coincidental, though, wasn't it? You, you didn't hire a place we, specifically for that. Yes. But look, All I'm right. not getting into this, because okay. you're making it a lot worse than it actually yeah. was. But seriously, he's, he's more sensible than me as well, so he wouldn't he wouldn't do something that crazy. Okay, Kate Bush. Anyway, get, we get to the cottage, and there's nothing from 1978 onwards in this cottage whatsoever. There's no TV. There's no. There's nothing. Everything in the cottage is, is as if you'd just walked in there in 1978. It, it had an old um, mono vinyl record player, but thousands and thousands of pounds worth of vinyl that they, this person who would l- rented the cottage for a very small amount of money. Are you sure this a wasn't a Dharma station? Listen, it sounded, it was like one, yeah? <laughs> and all the, all these records, all this vinyl, and we just sat there and it, f- from somebody into all this stuff, this was unbelievable. And, and you had thousands of pounds worth of vinyl that you just couldn't ever get and, and loads of these were music for pleasure covers of, of various albums and TV film tunes and all sorts of stuff, but one of them was the James Bond greatest hits by Frank Porcel, and um, and and they were they were that terrible the covers, but it was really entertaining because it was so different. Yeah. Right. So we uh, we've got we we yeah we hold went, on. Did went you steal that. it? 
You didn't steal it. Is this all you've got access to this? I've not got access to it. I came home and I was interested. So, so that last theme from The Godfather was, was Frank Porcel and his orchestra doing the theme from The Godfather. Because I managed to find a copy of that album. Oh, you managed to find home. a copy, yeah. You didn't just uh, didn't smuggle it that. out of I there. Didn't. Oh, we stop it. I want to go there again. <laughs> we we didn't take any vinyl there. That was that that we didn't take any vinyl. We didn't take anything. But I hunted Frank Porcel down. I'm trying to actually. Uh, well, he's actually dead. I didn't fr- hunt him down, but I'm trying to find <laughs> a few bits of vinyl because it's good. Anyway, it's weird and interesting, and and you've got to read the blurb on the back of these things. They make out like he's some secret agent they hunt down to assign to do this music project. <laughs> yeah, right. And it always starts with, it's raining, it's 4am, and the recording has just been put to bed in Paris. When we started this project, we knew there was only one man. We needed to find Franck Porcel. And we were in, in, enamoured to hear that he would do it for us. And then and then it goes through the whole project, and it's like, oh, man, you know, this is bizarre. Cool. So that was Franck Porcel. And there we go. So... We need to do some more news. Some more news. Yeah, because that wasn't news. That was more well, those disorganised, fr- boring, it's, it's, self-indulgence. You know what? It's news to Kate Bush. We stop it. Yeah. Because it's not as bad as you think. She's just put two, uh, two and right. two together. Right. That's no different than some... Those were those guys that, That's that no different than someone the liking the area in the near morning. Skywalker Ranch and just renting a, a place that, that was nearby. Because they like the area, because they've seen loads of pictures of Skywalker Ranch and thought, "Wow, that looks cool there." That's all it is. What do you do? You think we we're going to bump into it at the shop or something? I have no idea. Well, look, I don't did, know what the look, plan was. Look, did look. you? Did you get near? Uh, I'm not else? getting into this. No. We're on air. It's, I'm not getting into this. I'm not going to be drawn into this. Okay, let's let's I get might, back to I some might, news. Maybe maybe I might slip up one day and say more, but I, I'm not <laughs> getting into this. Right. Oh, if we're talking about Skywalker Ranch, let's go into some uh, Star Wars news. Did oh. you have a nice Star Wars day, May the 4th? <laughs> I, yeah. Be with it. That seems to have caught on. Yeah, now, it's caught yeah. on massive in America. It's a pretty, pretty new thing, isn't it? I think yeah. someone, I remember someone working out that gag like well, four years ago and they're like, yeah, no one, no one had she heard it to, before. Uh, she went to Fab Cafe in Leeds. They had a massive do there for it. And that was a really Star good, Wars do? At May the 4th. Oh, man. Well, of course. I didn't, I didn't know about that. No, there you Water go. Gone. And there you go. Mm. Where was that again? Fab Cafe in Leeds. Fab they, Cafe. They do it every year, apparently. It's massive. Oh, okay. Sounds, yeah. That sounds they good. do product placement on it. Well, Lu- <laughs> <laughs> Lucasfilm has uh, started using Star Wars Day to do big announcements. Yeah. And this year's. So everyone's eagerly awaiting what they're going to say. Is it going to be about the live-action TV show mm. that they've apparently been working on for years in Top Secret. See, I thought that was dead, and they weren't no, doing apparently it. apparently not. Okay. No, it's, it's, it's still on its way. Okay. Is it about the the uh, proposed uh, animated Star Wars sitcom that they're mm. working on with yeah. the robot chicken guys? Okay. Is it about films 7, 8, and 9? Mm-hmm. No. See, that, that just wouldn't be about that, would it? No. They're going to happen after he dies. Do you reckon? Yeah. Fact. Do you want to bet on that? Everyone out there, do you want to bet on that? They'll happen after he dies, after George Lucas unless, dies. Un- unless he writes it in his will that nobody you. can touch him. Uh, bollocks. I would. He won't do that. He won't do that. 
Right, I'm, I'm actually not familiar with if he's got kids. Has he got kids? Yes, he does, yeah. Right, well, he won't do that then. Why? You won't, because you won't do it, because I've got kids and I wouldn't do that to them. If they were... Um, it's, it's like me saying to them, yeah, I've got this big empire, but you're, you're, you're not going to be able to do anything with it. And, and he, he does not have... And he does not have a clue. You understand that? I mean, what's going to happen? He doesn't know what technology is going to be available. All he does know, probably in his own mind, is that he won't live long enough to see a lot of this technological breakthrough, which he's big on, yeah? Yeah. He's bought up the rights to loads of dead people, yeah? I heard about this a couple he's of months back, yeah. clearly into the into the technology of... He wants fully to be nuts deep into that technology by the time you can do that and and at that stage yeah you could have not like i mean tron legacy tried god bless him and i love that film and i did and i'll stand by that film i don't though, mind bad effects when you're trying to be ambitious he, with he them. was trying to be ambitious and that's and that's, that's fair thing. enough and yeah. that and yeah occasionally got Cartoon, 80s, john got bridges uh, jeff yeah. bridges yeah yeah, but but in ten years' time, that will you won't be able to tell the difference if yeah. someone does that, and that's the difference because he's done that. They've learned from that. In ten years, twenty years, definitely you will be able to have Marilyn Monroe. Probably is that film. the one of the? How, yeah. okay, how can you buy? Oh, I, guess, I guess you buy their likenesses from, from, from the estate, their estate, from the estate right, which okay. is their relatives. You say, right, excuse me, can I have the rights to have them in a film? Here's two million dollars, and they're going to go, yeah. Because to them, that's not going to happen. They'll they'll probably be sick that they sold their relatives' rights for that. Mm. So that's how it'll go. I mean, he wants to be nuts deep in that. I mean, he wants to be the right at the forefront of that when it happens. I guess he could, if that technology is developed, then he he could bring Luke Skywalker, you know, Mark that's Hamill back and, uh, and Han Solo and going, continue where yeah, they left off. He's not going to begrudge the rights to the uh, to continue that saga from his kids and right. anybody else. He's not going to do that. He's not going to take that to his grave with him. I he, think he a better way to he, go he, is he quite just like get, that. get the TV series off the ground. Well, whatever. Well, mean, it depends what it's like, doesn't it? You could it? explore, you know, Han Solo's like. character in, in that. Well, depending when, when it's set. Well, that's what I mean. You don't know what it'll be about. I mean, I heard it was taking place year, 2,000 years ago with, you know, the old republic right. which people that like that could be amazing if They'll, they do the characters and they get you into the characters i'll be honest with you i i like the clone wars yeah i do i think it's good fun. good fun i've still Great got i've still got to watch season three though hmm. i'm waiting for the blu-rays on that one yeah yeah uh the last rumor i heard about that uh star wars live action tv show he was describing mm. his vision and he said he wants to do something uh he compared it to the the sopranos in mm. tone yeah, and he wants to explore the uh, a family of uh, bounty hunters, mm. and he wants to make it a proper adult uh, adult Star Wars franchise. Yeah, that's interesting because we've gone a little too kiddified. I mean, yeah, you might get that, but at the end of the day, you're still, you're still, and... still going to get all this all this nonsense where people are going, um, yeah, that we don't like these characters. We we want some of the old characters and all that. I mean, that's a rich universe. I'm, I'm yeah, willing well, to. Yeah, well, it's all down to creating characters that people like. If you've got characters that people like, people will think it's great. Characters that people like set in the Star Wars universe with a story. Yeah. That's good. That's all you need. I'd watch a show about Max Rebo. Yeah. 
Oh, there you go. Yeah, if he's still right. dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Love that fella. Well, they, they, it was none of that, basically. This is, this is uh, essentially a non-news item, because okay. all it was, their big announcement, was the extras for their Blu-ray yeah. discs that are okay. coming out in September. Oh, my goodness. Are you going to buy these films again? How many copies of Star Wars I do you own? You, you, you wouldn't want to know. Yeah, I reckon. I feel stupid yeah. talking about it. Because I'm the same. Apparently, I'm not actually allowed to buy them. I've been told. Yeah, well, that's fair enough. And yeah, it is fair enough, because I can't justify it, especially uh, reading through the uh, DVD extra, the Blu-ray extras. Right, has this got the theatrical print and the no. new edition? Nope. Oh, well, there just, you go. Just there, the new edition. Again, straight away. What, yeah. what are you going to be doing then is buying that, and then it'll come out with a theatrical edition on like they did last time. Yeah. You'll end up buying that. The This box set's going to be 100 quid, probably. For the complete side, yeah, yeah just under, yeah, under 100. But, and, and then you're going to be paying another 100 quid for another one. It's just In stupid. a couple of years' time. So it's no like they, they tried this point. with the... Peter Jackson tried it with the Lord of the Rings, didn't did I? I didn't buy him. Yeah. I, I don't think a lot of ones uh, come out. Yeah. And they're, and they're out now, aren't they? Or are they... Well, on the way, it's, very, it's a couple of months away. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's only eight months after the others. Shocking, just, just stop it. For yeah. God's sake, just stop it because people are getting absolutely brassed off with this, and, yeah. and I don't blame them. So you're not, you're not ponying up for. Uh, I've a, had a years of doing it. I've had years yeah. of doing it and ending up with all end up with is a lot of wasted money and lots and lots of, of box sets backing up on a shelf that yep. I'm not watching no. and that I end up giving away because, oh, have you got this? Well, have this one because I've got the one with the, all the dogs on it. The, I yeah. thought the the last DVD he said was really good because they included the original yeah. cuts of them, didn't they? Yeah. Untampered yeah. with. Yeah. And a lot of people got annoyed at that because they'd been asking him, he'd been, you know, yeah. they'd been wanting these things for years yeah. and he finally says, okay, yeah, here, here we go. And yeah. then they moan that they're not remastered. Yeah, I know. I know. But, I but know. that's what you wanted. Untouched. Untampered yeah. with. Yeah. 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 Well, he gave, he gave him that. But, but the I re- prefer to watch those myself. Yeah, but, but can I tell you that the only reason why he brought them out untampered and not remastered and not the sound done and all tidied up, yeah, is because he wanted the uh, he wants the, the special editions to be the yeah. the editions that yeah. everybody sees as, as the authorised ones, the proper ones. So he's not going to polish the other ones up because he wants them to look worse. He wants you not to enjoy the experience. They are not in Dolby Digital. No. They're in, they're, I don't even think they're in 5.1 Dolby. They're, they're, in, they're just in stereo. Yeah. Isn't it in a 4.3 letterboxed picture as well? Yeah. Yeah, so you yeah. actually have to yeah. uh, zoom the picture in he's, to he watch it on your widescreen TV. Because it wouldn't have cost... But it would have cost peanuts to do it. Yeah. And he's he's gone and done it that way for a reason, and you know he has. So I'm I'm a bit cynical with it all. But oh well. Well that's enough Star Wars anyway. What are we we got anything else kicking uh, about? Because uh, it, it sounds oh, like there was, a lot's been going on. There's a uh, a little bit of trouble with the Avengers oh, shoot. What's happened? Apparently somebody stole uh, Samuel L. Jackson's script. Oh right. And uh, they tried to shop it around uh, various uh, movie news sites. Did we get an offer at all? No. <laughs> No. Would you have bought it? Yeah. Would you? You'd, I'd have got it. Because there was no anything. other takers, apparently. I would have got it, but I just wouldn't have been stupid enough to put it in the magazine. Right. Because that's kind of 
gives away that you've done it. Oh, yeah. I, I'd have got it. I'll be honest with just you. Just for I'd bragging rights. No, I'd have, just got, I'd have got it and I'd have hid it. <laughs> and I'd have kept it. Just as a massive, awesome piece of memorabilia. Well, they, they were, they were, and then uh, I find out that it's not real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just That'd a fan script. funny, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that caused Certainly a lot right. of uh, upset because well, it would, it? Marvel then came out and said, "Right, well, we've got we're uh, reshooting these scenes now." Or so uh, it's Sam uh, Jackson, re- re- Samuel Jackson. Yeah, it was his copy. You know, they're all well. He, he, well, what's he doing? Color coded and serial doing? numbers. Is he, he levered or something? Was he what? Was he 11? On a night out. In a, in a bar or something. Where, <laughs> how did that happen? Like that dude who from Apple who uh, lost the iPhone 4 when he was Happens out having a time, drink. People, yeah. people love a drink. Yeah. They love a drink. They love other stuff as well that puts them out of control. That's the problem, isn't it? Yeah. Human beings, you give them pieces of paper with very valuable information on them, this is what happens. It happens with MI6. They, get, they leave bloody laptops on trains and stuff, don't they? <laughs> It's it's just it, but it just amuses but the, the, me. The, the security the on these things are insane, though. I mean, if you well, uh, uh, Tom, uh, what's his name? I, uh, played I, Loki. I'm Tom Liddleston. Yeah, yeah. The, he said that some people arrived at his flat, gave him the script, right? Stuck around while he read it, and then took it away again. This, you know, this, this is, is the level of this security. Is why he didn't even know he was in the this, Avengers. Apparently, this is why when when uh, I was developing what we were going to do with the mag because it because it had to change because it it's it's a dinosaur in its old format i mean these magazines they, they you can't compete anymore with online no. and that's why you go well all right we'll go online and then become the biggest online mag of that type yeah and that's what what our, uh, one of our reasons for doing that is is quite simple the um this this, this sort of stuff's going on all the time and and all these other all, a lot of the magazines, they they just they're spoiler crazy. I mean, you, you I read some of these magazines, and I, I as much as I love them, I have to be very careful, and I do I dodge about the magazine a little bit, and these little bits where I'll oh I'm not reading that, and I'm not reading this, and and I'm careful with reviews as well. If I really, really am looking forward to seeing a film, I do not read these a lot. I don't read reviews until after I've seen it. No, because, neither do I. Because I'm sick of I'm sick of having it ruined, and I'm also um, I am getting sick of everybody reading each other's reviews and then creating some bandwagon for a film. Yeah. And and all it, all it takes is one or two people who don't like that type of film. Yeah. Kicking off writing quite an intellectual. Um, deconstruction of it where it rips it to pieces yeah and then all of a sudden that becomes the bible and all the reviewers across the pond and everywhere else start just I think it happened to Sucker Punch I'm sure Screamed it did for I'm sure it did yeah. I'm sure it did because I read the same comments over, over and over, and over, over again and 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 when I when I knew that it was bollocks is uh, Sucker Punch just happens to be a film that I really liked, yeah. yeah. And I appreciate that it is not everybody's cup of tea Fair at enough. all, and it won't please everybody. But the one thing that I'm not having, I'm not reading a review where they say that the CGI is crap, because that was CGI I, I, artistry. I don't get it. And anybody that knows what they're talking about has seen that film. That is, the, you can knock everything, and that'll be the last thing on the list that you've got. That'll yeah. be the one thing that stands up about that film above everything else. Don't the, understand that the criticism. The CGI artistry in that yeah. film. And yet all oh, these films, it got to the point there, and then everyone's regurgitating it. And yeah. it's, it's obvious some of them haven't even seen the film. Mm. They're going on about it. I'm sure that happens. 
Yeah. So yeah. so I don't like spoilers. So so that's why Starburst magazine is is a column based magazine. It's got it's got writers writing about general overviews of things going on. It's got it's got right it's it writes about the scene, it writes about something. It won't write about episode six of this third season of whatever programme had this story about that and we'll give it eight out of ten. Yeah. It'll just say, yeah, the last couple of weeks of, of what's it have been great. The the storyline's been building to this, the acting from that's been that a, a general overview. Yeah. It's great. It's better that it's, way. It's, it's better. It keeps yeah. it, you know, you can still enjoy you can enjoy what you're watching and part of it is you get a rapport with the writers and then go back and go oh I wonder if they liked it do they agree with me and then yeah. you'll read it and they love this film as well and you'll go wow all well, this program get and your you, favorites yeah instead yeah. of just you 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 are not you're not doing writers justice by having them be spoiler ciphers mm. they've not been to college to learn to write for three years they've not had all this experience just to write bloody episode guides verbatim with none of their personality involved and then and then write a score out of 10 and give away as much as possible i i mean there's fans out there of movies and of tv programs and i'm sorry if this comes across as a rant and a bit preachy but they they don't they don't watch and take part in their own hobby anymore some of them they 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 actually read everything that's going to happen and then go and see the film i don't I've understand never understood it. that mentality what no. about these people that download the scripts and read the script and also then go weird. and see the film a lot of people have been uh, the downloading hell? the uh, or getting their hands on uh, django unchained as well yeah well they, this happened well, with inglorious bastards yeah why would you want to ruin I the, a, a new quentin it. tarantino movie for yourself it. i don't understand that it's crazy i don't understand why they do Let's it look I don't, forward to it I, to me, it, it's just, it's ruining it. It's absolutely ruining it. You wouldn't go to the back section of a book you were reading, yet they'll happily re get the entire plot, the entire script and read it and then make all these judgments. And it's just this obsession of ownership of this genre of sci-fi, fantasy, horror. They, they, there's some people out there, they've got an, over, an unhealthy obsession with owning it, yeah, and not just having fun in it. And and that's the problem. And they they feel that by by knowing everything before the general public, they're somehow better. They're they're more connected to their hobby. Well, in actual fact, they're devaluing the hobby, but mm. they just don't bloody realise it. Yeah. And that's my opinion. It's only my opinion. It, it may I may be wrong on that. That's what I see, and that's why one of the main things when we were putting the band back together as it were i said to, to the writers you guys are the stars of this i want you to shine i want you to, your personality to come through i want you to be i want this magazine to be a sum of all of you guys yeah, yeah. and that's it and you can't beat that it's like when you go on that mag I want, and read it i want you to be part of feel like you're part of something and it to be great and i don't I, not just to go on and go all oh, right that's another program i don't have to watch oh that film oh that's how it ends oh i can download the script from this link let's just not yeah yeah i mean god almighty these these things the the some of them they even have the they have what it's about yeah 
synopsis and all they do is miss a sentence off the end that says and then finally this happened <laughs> so like, and so dies right. and then and then and then and then you'll have their their little mini review where they'll go oh this was good and it built to that and they'll at long last it's the payoff in the final denouement of the whatever at the end which then basically fills in the last sentence that they missed off the synopsis yeah <laughs> but without quite saying <laughs> exactly who's dead but you probably have already read somewhere that that act is leaving the show so you might you're able then with that information to know what it is yep. and then and then it'll go best bit of the film or best bit right. that's the bit that gets me best bit and then it'll go when such and such does this yeah. or when such and such says ding 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 i uh, what are you reading something like that for no i agree what are you reading that what are you doing that for even I, with the, you know, the best that's intentions what you do, fine but in a you know even with the best Bloody intentions hell. in a review sometimes you can uh you know just hint at something and that in itself becomes a spoiler the amount of times i've heard that you know uh this movie has a uh, a twist and then they'll they'll compare it to another movie with a twist and then you just go well i know what it is you haven't told me what it is but no. I've, you know it's not hard to work well, no, out they're just too they're too um and they're getting high on their own supply. I they, think they, I read they, a, they a, a Sixth Sense a review that compared the ending to Jacob's Ladder. Well, I've seen Jacob's Ladder. I love Jacob's Ladder. Mm. I know the twist in Jacob's Ladder. Now I know the twist in The Sixth Sense. It's crazy. And they that's, were, that's the only weakness with that guy's films, though, isn't it? Because you, you kind of do, even without all the spoilering going on, he... You, you, you know there's one coming yeah and you know it's bit and then you're looking for it everywhere yeah that's why the village didn't surprise me and everyone else I like, was watching I, it you know with, what i i'm gonna stick up for the village i like the village i, I, like, that movie. I like the village yeah. i love the village but i'm, I'm just I'm saying a, to you that, um, that i i knew it was set then though i knew it wasn't I, set i, I did work past. it out but it didn't detract from it didn't detract from me either but i'm just I saying that a the cool pro- little story the problem is he he can't rely on that twist and you can't rely on that twist with these guys out there. No, you can, you just can't. You can't. You know. And and I've got a, a mate, and you know, he, he, Graham, he, he manages Fabia, and he uh, he and he can be a nightmare with it. I have to I have to give him stri- strict instructions when we're out talking about something because if he has a drink, gets a little bit drunk, he'd be going, "Oh right." If he see, you have to make sure you see the film before him or with him. Yeah. yeah. Because if he sees it before you, oh, jeez, oh, you just have to avoid him. <laughs> What's he ruined for you in the past then? I'll tell you what he's done. He, he got it to an art form at one point where I, I, actually, I actually was getting really gnar with him in a way. What the hell? I was calling him Spoiler Boy. Yeah. Right. And he'd, he was, he was, he'd slip up of, of anything, yeah. And then finally, it's a simple thing. He said, I, I quite like the Rocky films. I found them quite entertaining. And I was going yeah. to go and see Rocky Balboa. And there was a lot of... Oh, I wonder what's going to happen. Because obviously the big thing is, uh, oh, is he going to win his last fight? Oh, is he going to lose his last fight? Oh, he might even not survive his last fight. And it's all that. Sure. So you think, oh, great. So I didn't want to know that. Because of all them Rocky films, when you go into him, the big thing is the first time you see that film, you don't want to know exactly what happens. You you think he's probably going to win, but he didn't win the first one. He did not, and, and there no. There you go. So, so yeah, I go there, and, and, and I'm, uh, I'm just on my way home, yeah, and he goes, he goes, oh, it's a bloody shame, that, isn't it? Mark, it's brave of him to, to have him die at the end, isn't it? <laughs> and I went, what? And he went, 
Oh yeah, and 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 basically he spoiled it. But that's not what happened. No, it's not. No, it's not. Where did so he get he that from? Mega- no, he got a spoiler, a corrupted spoiler oh, from somewhere. Dear. Right. So so I actually went into that film knowing the ending, but right. didn't know the ending. So. I watched a bloody film waiting for loads of stuff to happen that didn't happen, and then other stuff happened. I was bloody head wrecked at the end of it, and I'm that fed up. I wait, you know, that's taking spoiler into a whole new level. Yeah. Mind games, yeah. Oh, man. You ruined but, but, but it's not his fault. It, what it is, you, you've got to have a bit of discipline, because if, you, if you're on the web and you're doing all your stuff and you're logging onto Hotmail and you're drifting about all these websites... There's, there's, the stuff's out there. Online journalism's got pretty good at, um, you know, advertising yeah, yeah. the fact that it's a spoiler though now, haven't they? Have, I've, I've noticed it will, it will say, it'll give you a warning, a fair well, warning. I, 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 well, it needs to, doesn't it? It needs to. Yeah. It needs to. And that's, that's all I'd ask for it, you know. But yeah. anyway, we, we, we've got, where did we get on all this spoiler stuff? I don't know. I can't um, remember. I don't know. I think I think we need to come back, uh, have a bit of a break, and then come back with some more news, and then uh, maybe we'll go on to. We'll do the some review. quick news headlines. We'll do Should some we quick just, news like, headlines and then go straight into priest because we need to deal with that. Don't and we? I want to hear all about you it. You want to hear all about I could it? Not I understand. Go. I understand. So you you were looking forward to seeing that, were you? Or what else did you I feel was, about Priest? Well, the trailer looked interesting, but yeah. I was a little hesitant, seeing okay. as it was made by the same guys that made Legion. Yeah. With Paul Bettany. Okay. Not long ago, I think yeah. it came out last year, and that was a disaster. Yeah. Well, I've got I've got a lot of views on this, right. and, and I'll, I'm not going to spare punches on it. Um, okay. And um, we'll. We'll get onto this. Well, right now, I'd also like to your opinion on the next thing that we're going to play because I think it's about time we had a little bit of Stanley Unwin. Now, once a polytito, you may think that doesn't sound quite right, but believe me, once a polytito it is. And in this case, it was Goldilopper's. Goldilopper's trickly how in the early mordy, and she falloped down the steps. Oh, unfortunate for cracking of the eggers and the sheeps and the buttery full falollop and graze the knee clappers. So she had a vasolubrious, rub it on and a quick healy huff, and that was that. So off she went, and she would trickly how down the garbage path, and at the left right hand side goal she passed a poop on it was a humorous heapy in the garbage but never mind um, she lost her whale now this is a sadness dear childers because in the slight misty haze which all forry let me tell you in the ephemeral forry there's always a fairy control where the misty risey huff there and so she was completely lost it oh folly folly there was a cotty so she went up all ready with a basket and picked up the butter, all that with a little bit of birch, she scrape it off and rub it in down her clothesy. Mum would be cross, but never mind. On the door. This little cotty had a jar on the door, so she went in. Nobody there. Three base load of porry on the tabloid, all slightly steamy huff, and nobody out. She called out, anyone home? Nobody. Folly, folly. And the little hunger was with her, so she up to taste out of the first basil. This was the large base load and too over-salty for the flame. Pity how. Oh, dear. Now, the mid-load was a middle flame, which was not too over-salt and a sugar flame on her saliva glam, and it wasn't, of course, quite satisfactual. So she did a tasty most in the little base load there, and it was a joy. And, oh, pardlo, as she snuffled it down. Oh, dear. 
Now, this was great, but there was also a little tiredness in the Goldilopers, and she sat on a three-leber stool, and tock for lolloper, all the lebers floating across the corn sat on a bocus there, bruisy most. Well, still there was no one around, though she went prrrp-tock up the stair loaders, and she found a large bedding, not a k-pack with eider down, but stuffed with feathers, but here and there a stalk, as you know, it was a big feathers, the e-glowed, and it was stuck in, in her back, and it was most uncomfortable. So, she saw the cotty, and in this cot she did lay down <laughs> deep sleevers under the eider dobe. Well... While she was this thus sleepy and a deep dream of peaks, then up came the bears into the cotty. Now the father bold bear looked in around and say, Who's been tasting in stuff for my porry? Oh dear. And then the mother bear looked in her base load of porry and said, Who'd be tasting in my porry? Oh, I'd never finger. So the small bear came and said, he chases my base load and falloping all down, mum. Oh dear, look it and empty, <laughs> not scratching on the bottom. And there was a general consternale uproar and complaint about the three leopard stool there, all the bits and floaty, and so they had a look in around the house loader. Brrrtok, big bear, brrrtok, middle bear, brrrrt, They all went up the stair loaders, and soon there was a dent discovery in Mum and Dad's bedling, uh, when the dirty foot mark was where she did a trotley over and how, and then into the copst. And the little bear saw it, Oh, look at the bird! Yes, Elaine's the Goldilopers. But at this mode, she jumped up in the middle of her deep dream sleep piece, <laughs> out of the wind load, slide it and huff a load out of the drain pikers, and through the forry fast a whale. And they all looked such constant through the wind load, they hadn't time to say, you naughty girlage. <laughs> they jobber no bother.
Email studio at manchesterradioonline.com Passion, variety, freedom. Manchesterradioonline.com And welcome back to Starburst Radio. And for those of you wondering what on earth was yeah. going on then, is that what you're wondering? Yeah, I'm a gog. <laughs> you look a bit shocked. Yeah, was... Right. That first track. The first, Right. That was the late, was that late in English? Stanley Unwin. The who? Stanley Unwin, right. He was a friend of Jerry Anderson's, yeah, who did Thunderbirds and all those programmes yeah. in the 60s, well, 70s. Familiar with yeah. Him. yeah. And um, that like was Unwinese. Unwinese? Unwinese. Right, because I was it, trouble. I, have, I was having trouble processing any of that. It's Unwinese. Right. That was, that was Goldilopper's and, and the Free Bear Loaders. Right. Yeah. Uh, a classic rendition of, of a classic fairy story. Mm. Um, it's not everyone's taste. No. No. Is it anybody's it, taste? I, I, Apart from yours? It's got a cult following. Has it? Yeah. They, they, they might both be listening. You never know. And that probably uh, includes me. Right, actually. But yeah. but he's but he was in an act. He got used by um, he got used by Jerry Anderson in uh, the only Jerry Anderson program that ever got cancelled, and and they basically had him as a member of the Secret Service. It was called the Secret Service, yeah. Okay. And and he was a a member of the clergy that worked for a secret organisation known as Bishop. Yeah. That, that I can't even remember yeah. what that acronym stands for, but <laughs> it, it was the usual thing with Jerry Anderson, you yeah. know, like Shadow, Supreme Headquarters, Alien Defence Organisation, yeah. See, I wanted to do a T-shirt, yeah, that uh, for a, for an organisation very similar to that, the, the Control Unit for National Terrorism, but <laughs> I'm not sure whether that would go down very well. No. But, but he did, he loved all them. He'd always have an, a secret organisation with a big base and it'd always be some crazy word that stands for something. Yeah. Right. So, uh, no, that was him. And he used him... Well, it had a nice um, Oliver Postgate vibe to oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, he's done, there's loads of stuff that he did, but he's, Unwinese is actually a language and everything's the same. If you listen to stuff, certain words, you'll actually become, you'll actually know it after right. a, a while. I, I actually followed that quite well. And that's the, that's the problem. Well, got, I don't think I'll be learning it, to be honest. It's a waste of I'd time. I'd rather learn Klingon. Of course it's a waste of time. Yeah, right. well, Klingon. Or Hutties. Which brings See, me Hutties, into yeah. that second track. Now, yeah. that, what the hell was that? Right, that was Star Wars. There was an album. It's, it's right. This is the, Cause the that was cool. This album is unbelievable, yeah. Um, but it's not my problem, the legality of it. I have a copy, uh, purchased and I am playing it and I'm not doing anything wrong. But the people that did bring that album out brought out, bought out the album. It had a big picture of Yoda on the front and it's Star Wars breakbeats. If you actually look for the, um, for the for the album online you'll find it it's very difficult to get hold of because mr lucas found out about it oh, and he, bet. he wasn't that happy well they have the star wars logo massive on the front as well right. the whole lot oh it, it massively took the piss they didn't even try to clear it and it's star wars breakbeats there's like 25 tracks on that and that's one of them there's loads of good stuff Sweet. on it it's really good it's really, really good. I I'll mean, have to borrow that from you. Yeah, they, it's just brilliant. So if any of you fancy that, I'm sure you'll be able to get a copy of it somewhere. So, yeah, let's just wrap up with a few more bits of news and then go on to Priest. Let's do Priest some 3D. Really, really Shall I say it properly? No, Priest yeah. 3D. Can you actually see it in 2D? No. 
Well, I, I, well, I couldn't. It wasn't on anywhere in 2D when I. So. I, can't, I hate that. Uh, well, I. All I'm saying is, every, everywhere, even in it's advertised as you know where you see four and it's like in some t- in real 3D or four and whatever. They, this I hate you the see way it, they have to say, they, they have to say uh, four in 2D. You don't. You don't need that little. <laughs> I, I, Subtitle there, surely. I, just I am so so just a normal regular movie that we've been. I'm so confused and twisted by the whole 3D thing. Oh, I don't me. know what's going on with and it. And now you've I, got uh, thought in 2D in selected cinemas. Oh, what's happening? Don't like it. Well, well, I'll get into this 3D, 3D involved in this review, so we'll we'll deal with that. Right, should we have some really quick news? Yeah. Okay. Quick news. Seems like we talk about Arnold Schwarzenegger every episode, doesn't it? Yeah, well, I heard that that bit of news that then got retracted about... Because this this Terminator story, where I'm glad it turned out to be fake, you told me, which I didn't know it was fake. I was still... It it was on Wednesday, I think. This is Justin Lin talking about... Reuniting all the uh, old cast. All of them were in it. Linda Hamilton, Michael Bain... um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, all of Terminator Five. Like, what the hell is this turning into? It's going to be like the guy. I thought, my God, I had a picture of it. Like the Golden Girls, but they're all androids. (laughs) Yeah, right. Just. Uh, Well, no need to worry because he came out a a couple of days later and said, "I don't know how that got started." Yeah, I'm horrified that that Arnold Schwarzenegger's going to be in it. Yeah, we talked about it last week, didn't we? Yeah. Well. I, I think you're going to be more horrified that he's talking about a uh, a sequel to another one of his movies. Yeah. And it's not True Lies. We've covered that before. Yeah. Twins. Yeah. yeah. That's ridiculous to be doing a... Twins. Uh, no, doing but a nobody sequel. wants to see that. Well... Surely. Right. Any Twins number, fans were, out there? Right, there were a number of films he did uh, during a period when he was red hot, where he just had his big hits, and, and then he did Predator. Is Twins one of Bang. them? Twins was one of them, Kindergarten Cop. There oh, were probably a few others I've forgotten about. They were about three Jingle all the way, or did that yeah, come along? Yeah, lot yeah, yeah. And they did all right, and they did okay, but they were they were just vehicles for him because yeah. they, they needed to fit. The, the idea was if all these films have one thing in common, um, it's it, it very funny to put a big powerhouse man mounting hard, hard as nails commando type guy like him. Into a situation <laughs> where wacky he's got situation. to get in, yeah, wacky, <laughs> crazy situation oh where he's God. got to get into touch with his sensitive side, and, yeah. And uh, you can only do it so many times, and they sort of did it all. But you start doing sequels, you know, when you're on a loser, when you your career, you're going, you're doing sequels like that. Those yeah. sequels need to be done two years after, sure, or not yeah. at all, not now, yeah. Oh well, some exceptions. Yeah, the, Indiana when, Jones. I was thrilled when, to see yeah, Indiana Jones back. Rocky. That's, that's thrilled the, to these, see Sylvester Stallone again. Those are different. That they are not filler films. I guess so. They're not, okay, they're not so just there's the distinction. Films that the guy does yeah. in between his main jobs. I mean, what's what's the name of his character in Twins? That's no idea. Yeah, no, it's not important. No is idea. It? Yeah. I know. I know that his iconic. character is John Kimball in uh, Kindergarten Cop because that big. That fake uh, voice software was going around where people could phone up and go with his voice talking to people, and oh, they used this. oh yeah, because then when yeah you basically had a set of sound bites you could have assigned to your keys yeah. So if you phone someone up, you just go 
hello, and it'd be him and all that. And then they'd be, they, they chose John Kimball because no one would remember the name probably and it's the least known name that he comes out with. So right. they go, and they go, oh, hello, can I take your name? And he'd go, John Kimball. And then you press another button for this, and then and then it goes. So how can I help you? And, and then he'll be he'll be saying, "Who's your daddy? And what does he do? And all that, all in his voice. Right. And for a while, it's about five six years ago. Everyone all sounds very up. Steve Pank. Yeah, this. that's that's yeah. that's one of the people who used it. Right. And, and that's the thing. Okay. Yeah. Do you want another news item? Should we yeah. do one more and yeah, then, go on then move on? Okay. Yeah. Well, let's have a look. Mm. Uh, oh, mm. the Superman curse oh. claims another victim. I think I know who you're going to say. Yeah. Played Perry White. Yeah. Jackie Cooper died. Yeah, he died. Died. How, how, how a horrible old was death. he? How, how old a horrible, was he? horrible death this week. Yeah. This curse, it's got to be stopped. Yeah, this this is going to be a regular feature, this, yeah. whether I like it or not, isn't uh -huh. it? I mean, right. Okay, well, do, would we like to go into how old he was? Is it? He's 88. 88, yeah. yeah. So, so a guy... The curse. A guy died at the age of 88. The okay. curse No, no, lives. The, the curse. The curse would be that he died at 58 or 48. Yeah. 28. Terrible curse. It's the curse, 18. Mike. Horrendous curse, yeah. 88. 88. It's like a blessing. That's not a curse. That's that's like, wow, He's he's looked after himself. 88. So you're not having that then? Right. Well, all right. Well, I've got the ultimate curse for you then. The curse of Gone with the Wind. Why? Well, what happened with that? Well, they're obviously all dead, aren't Jesus. they? Because it's Are they? You see what I mean? I see what know. I mean? Oh, the curse of the original Phantom of the Opera, like nineteen ten or whenever it came out. What about that Journey to the Moon, uh, first ever sci-fi film for 1898 it was filmed? You know, that <laughs> very famous one where you've got that moon yeah. and the rocket it stuck in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do, do you fit that? These are hell of that's a, a curse horrific there. image, that, yeah, oh, Do you know, that's, a, that's the worst curse of the lot because not only the, everyone died uh, who worked on that film, yeah, they're, they're and all, all the children as well. Stuck in his eye. Yeah, and all the children as well. They're all dead. Bloody hell. Yeah, there's only the grandchildren left alive. Unbelievable, this that, is isn't it? Man. Yeah, I, you see, I can actually chills. see. I can see a pattern though that that seems to be being ignored by these clowns. Yeah, and <laughs> and yeah, I do. I am aware that people <laughs> have been going on about this curse again. Yeah. this week, and it's 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 unfathomable to me that anyone can go on about that. Oh well. What? Okay. So 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 yeah. Anybody oh, else got any more views evidence. on this? Any? Yeah, you 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 know that this is it. The Dad's Army curse marches on, and all <laughs> the rest of them. There's there's only two of them left, and yeah, here we go. So oh, we've got an email anyway over oh, there. Really? Yeah, again, yeah, call of Daddy's real from Jimmy. So there you go. That's it. Conclusive now. It's right. real. So I am queuing up for that one. It's a bit embarrassing for us, that, isn't it? If we were debating whether Look, it was real or they, not. It was just too good. It's, I, was, I was believing it until George A. Romero turned up as a zombie and I thought, oh, God, I was believing that. And I felt like I'd been really sucked in. <laughs> I'd been fooled because I thought, nah, they wouldn't do that. But seriously, that's it. But I haven't got Call of Duty. Um, We'd be getting it now, though, wouldn't we? Well, here's the thing. You got to. I'll have to get it for the Xbox because I can't. You oh, can't. Your, play, your PlayStation's still knackered. When, well, when are they bringing that back? By the way, they've, there's no. Uh, do you know what? There is an article in Starburst magazine. Yeah, and it's it's. What next was the week. name of the magazine again? Starburst magazine available from starburstmagazine.com. Okay. And 
if you subscribe to that next week, <laughs> you will be able to log on and you will be able to read an article in our gaming column, Pixel Juice. And he, the, the, it's quite amazing because I was reading this as it was being proofread and it was going into the Mac. And there was loads of stuff that I wasn't aware of. Now, I didn't know that they were being held to ransom and were actually in court with two hackers, yeah? Oh, I've not heard right. of this. Right, well, get, no. get, check this out, and you'll be able to find it out online. They were apparently in this massive wrangle with these hackers, yeah, over the fact that they'd attacked their network and done some damage, but then... It's very confusing, this story. Apparently, they, they didn't do as much damage as they were accused of and things. Anyway, they ended up in court, and then they'd accused them of doing things they hadn't done, so then they had to settle with these hackers, yeah? But they got the settlement, and there was something dodgy about it, so the hackers then went, right, that's it now. You're done. Game over. And they then there was an announcement online two days before this happened with an anonymous network of hackers that are really well known. And it's all on there online if you search uh, search enough. But you, if you want to read it, obviously it'll be in it'll be in Starburst next next week. But I was reading this, and that's great, isn't it? When you're reading something in your own mag and you're going, "Wow, damn me!" And the the truth of the situation is they they announced they were going to do this. And it happened, and it's done, and they're not leaving it alone. And every single time that they get this thing online and working again, these guys go on. This is not one thing that's happened at the beginning, yeah? This is not one hack that shut the network down for PS3. This, and I'm telling you now, and this is good, this seems to be breaking news, this, that no one seems to be aware of. Well, I'm telling you now, this may be an exclusive on our show. Great. Well, the fact is... It's ongoing. They fix it almost daily, and within 20 minutes, it's gone again. Flipping and heck. they cannot get it back on. They cannot get it back on. At this moment in time, the PS3 is not an online games console at Cyber all. Cyber terrorists. And I'm just saying, well, I'm just saying now, like in and this, is an, this is like reverse product placement, this, isn't it, that we're doing here. Um, yeah, if I was getting a console and that was a serious game I'm sorry if you want online gaming you're gonna it's, it's the Xbox you've got no choice because that it might be on next week but it's not certain and you know what they've said that they're gonna knock that out from now on it's because of what they did What's to these the two guys in court they say that they introduced a bit of code into the last update for the PS3 and this bit of code stops you from what you previously were able to do is download all your game saves and all your stuff onto a memory stick, go to a mate's house or whatever, and then put Continue that on playing. there, and then, you, then you've then you got your game saves and everything yeah. on. Yeah. Apparently, some really sophisticated hackers and some really sophisticated computer buffs, buffs, not buffs, that's <laughs> what you get in the gym, that, isn't it? You, uh, they apparently can use that data that's on the stick to um, get a copy of, the game, yeah, without paying for it. Right. But you're talking about a minority of people that, and they probably spend like a week doing that, and it's pointless. And there's probably about two hackers in the UK that could capable of doing that, right. have the knowledge, yeah. And um, so, because there are just one or two people doing that, they built this thing in, so you can't do that anymore. Apparently, oh, you can't right. do it. So, so they Spoiling said, it right, for everybody and else. their phrase yeah. and their thing that they've made a big statement about is, right, we we wonder if you're customers realize that when they're buying these games they're not 
they're merely leasing the games, not buying them at 40-odd pounds. They're actually leasing a game, yeah? Would right. they pay that amount if they knew that? But you've changed it. They don't. You don't own the rights now to move your data about and do stuff. It's on that machine and it's on that machine, yeah? And that, that, that's their beef. And that, that people are being deceived, so they went, right, we're going to teach you a lesson. Now, they did something. Uh, apparently, they hacked them and then sent them an email going, right, we hacked you, this is your weakness, da-da-da-da-da. It didn't do them any damage, yeah? So they sued them, put them in court. Right. And then, then they went, right, that's it. They they accused them of something they had done. Down. And they, they actually got the upper hand and were, Sony would have lost the case and would have gone down for damages, so there was an, an out-of-court settlement. But then they reneged on that as well, and something else happened, and the, these hackers went right, bang. And it, on a daily basis now, they fix it, 20 minutes later, it's gone. Crikey. And that's what's going on. Now, you know what? I, I, I'm I, sorry, but bloody hell, that's that's just a nightmare, that. Oh, yeah. Jeez. That's that's apparently what's, what's what going the, on. You know, it just, it just uh, opens it up to, you know, uh, hackers could do pretty much anything they could target yeah. apple yeah. you know any any of the big boys so, they've taken down sony well so, so well that's that's the thing you've got to realize that that console is the amount of people that play online call of duty call yeah, of duty is useless all, surely it. all the uh, no M- one does mmos as well well i i this is the thing when i i saw i know someone who really really plays it an awful lot and they they said to me now, I just said, oh, have you finished the uh, finished the game then, have you? And he went, what do you mean, finish the game? And I went, well, you know, um, you finished it. I mean, oh, you mean the this the single-player mode? And I went, yeah. And I went, oh, yeah, well, yeah, I've not bothered playing that. And I'm right. like, all oh, right. And people that buy Call of Duty and they're online, yeah. they just go, right, we're online, dink, bang. That's the and game. And they're playing it online constantly. There is no end to the game. Yeah. They're just building the character up, building it up. Playing the single-player mode, going through the story, it's pointless to them because it doesn't build up that character. Right. So that's where you, that's what you're talking about here. Now, my Red Dead Redemption save and my great character have got on that built up quite a lot. I can't play him, I can't use him, I can't use Red Dead Redemption. Oh, what was that in an online yeah. mode as well, yeah. was it? Yeah, right. yeah. Okay. yeah, that has an online... I can't update my... Uh, my save on it. They, they update. They give patches. Well, I can't, is there any talk I can't, of any you know, the zombie add-on for that? Yeah. 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 Well, I can't buy that and add that on. You can't do any of that. So, are the software developers not taking, uh, you know, Sony oh, to court this yet? Is, or, this is early is days. This, the this, beginning? this is the There's biggest be a lot mess. Of fallout from it. This is the biggest mess in gaming, um, online, offline, you name it. This is the biggest mess ever. It's not even, nothing has come close to this. This is uh, a corporation, its gaming division has been brought to its knees by a group of people. It's about four or five people. And, and you know, I know you'll probably take a view on that, but Yikes. there are, you also have to remember the other view. There are a lot of people out there with pretty shit lives, yeah, and they've, um, they have spent, the bit of savings here and savings there. They save up for a PS3. Yeah, it's get not one fair. for the kid. Um, bought a game. Yeah, Find that, another way. Yeah, you ought to, to teach take them a revenge. lesson. Can you, yeah. can you just not just ruin drag it for us. a lot of people? Yeah, don't drag us down with you. You know, yeah. but yeah, my my PS3. So uh, yeah, play play games single player mode. That's it. Right there, you go. That's it. So Xbox 360. Yeah, the uh, they I, must be loving it. Oh. 
they reaping the rewards right See, now? See, the thing is, they've dealt with Microsoft. Microsoft, no matter what you say about them, they always have a benevolent side to them. They are, they're always giving certain things away. They're not, they're not actually the bad guys that sometimes you always go on about Bill Gates and all that, but he did give an awful lot of money away, and I'm not a big cheerleader for him, but he didn't openly behave in a terrible way. He did one thing, and that was he incorporated the... He tried to take over the internet, which was bad of him, and he, he tried to disable all the other web browsers and make sure Internet Explorer was the only one out there. Right. And it, that's why Microsoft got attacked as a, as, a, um, as a suit in America, and they got broke up. But he did not. he's never been as arrogant as sony over this mm. say so sony have done this whole they they like with bmg their music arm going after people for file sharing and all this and they've been very very aggressive right and now they've had the bollocks handed to them oh dear so there you go so yeah. where were we before i think that was Sony's i think we should bollocks. wrap up the news now right yeah then. right so uh yeah i'm sure we'll be back with your curse next week and uh <laughs> we'll get some more some more emailed in. Email your curses to Chris's curses. Yeah. But uh yeah, any anybody that isn't able to email in during the show or fancies just having a chat, you can always join us on Twitter. Mm. That's uh at Starburst Mag on Twitter. You can find us there. Isn't you can follow it? At us Starburst da- under, at, at Starburst underscore, underscore mag. mag. That's yeah. it. At Starburst underscore mag. Or you go online and you go to starburstmagazine.com and register, or you can email us there. Um, loads of ways to join. Loads of ways to get in touch with us and direct. You can direct messages from Twitter. You know, we have a Facebook. Or uh, you can uh, you can email radio at uh, starburstmagazine.com, radio at starburstmagazine.com, and anything you want us to cover during the next week's show. Next week's show will be a really special show because we will be celebrating together, hopefully, with some of you guys, and I'm going to try and get as many guests in the studio as I can for that one. Oh, it, nice. it is going to be the launch of Starburst Magazine. We will be literally have been published a matter of hours when we come on air next week and believe me it will be the end of a very long work period that i've seen as we've not much sleep so (laughs) we will be very relieved very happy we uh we uh hopefully we'll be a bit more organized as well won't we and the show will run a bit smoother so Uh, and a lot less boring so we're we're now on to our movie review section so, and we're going to do our bone of contention later about product placement, but at the moment, Priest, okay. 3D. Right, let's yeah. hear it. Did you enjoy it? Right. It's one of them. Seriously, seriously. Oh, dear, dear, dear. It's it's one of these things. Did I get Did I get distracted for 90 minutes? It wasn't a long film, thankfully, which kind of uh, was a blessing. The... <laughs> The fact is, this film on face value has got every single thing that I like about it. It's got everything. It's got that whole Western apocalyptic future. It's got um, vampires, which I love. Vampires always been into them from being really young, really great. Um, are these yeah. what, type, what kind of vampires are they? Right, we're going to get into. We're going to get to that. We're going to okay. get to this. Right. This is this. The whole thing. It's easier just to start going going through okay like it's that bad i've had to just scribble some stuff down here because there's that much that i'd forget it yeah um 
Yeah, but I mean, I was subjected to a basically our genre, sci-fi, horror, fantasy. Yeah, this was the greatest hits tour. It, it really was. The in trailer seemed to be like that. Yeah. Oh well, if you thought the trailer was like that, um, yeah. You, I mean, I, I sp- you won't believe. I, I won't saw believe a, it. a little bit of Judge Dread in there. You know, oh, with the, see, I the, hadn't even got that. You one. know, the like the cursed earth. Man, I hadn't even no. got that one. I hadn't uh, got that one. A little bit of as well. Mm. Yeah. Right. Well, I'll tell you what. I we're here. The the fighting that's in it, and the CGI, and the special effects. It's uh, it, that that's it's all very well done. It's not that bad. It's not cartoony and horrible and terrible. But the problem is, for some reason, I found it desensitizing. And it's weird because it's quite a horrific film and there's a lot of things go go on in it. They're a bit nasty here and there, but it pulls back and it's been trimmed and cut and all that and it is a twelve A. Yeah. Okay. So and you're, you're here's saying problem they, they, they set out to make like a, at least a fifteen or maybe an eighteen. Well my my I think a discussion after I've gone through the film on this twelve A thing yeah. is warranted because I noticed this all the way through the film. It it just mutes the bits. Every now and again where something happens, it it sanitizes it. Yeah. But yeah, what they're doing is is graphic and a bit horror and then but it doesn't go all the way and, and we've all seen this with the last Die Hard film and the other things where things are, are cut and they're edited in a way where the you get that twelve A. It still and annoys it. me that it's movie. A, it's yeah. a sweet spot. It's a sweet spot of twelve A. It's a big money spinner. There is a proper cut of Die Hard um four point out there with you know, he gets to utter his famous no, catchphrase like that, that yeah, but we, I, we don't have it in the UK. I said you can before, get it in the US before that film came out, the first thing I said when I heard I heard it, it was, was gonna, gonna be a twelve eight. Twelve, I yeah. said, Well that's that that's his catchphrase yeah. gone. And and I it said gets but, drowned but out I know by, a, do it. by a gunshot, doesn't it? Yeah, but Just I knew he'd awful. do that. I knew that, that yeah. he would not not say it, but they'd have to get round it being covered up so it was obscured and I knew they were gonna do it. Um, well, I don't it, even think it's, it's in the unrated it. cut that you can get from the states. Well, it's called "Live Free and Die Hard." Over yeah, there. well, that Just... that was it. But we're too thick to get that reference, so they. they yeah, I know. The... Die Hard four point yeah, because it involved oh, computers. Yeah. yeah, you absolute jackasses. Right. So yeah, so we'll get on the fact that all this stuff's going on, but the the fact is, it there was a bit of unreality to it because it. There was that little couple of seconds of of Morgor at the end of a strike or a blow or a whatever that wasn't there. So all you ended up with it, it had a sort of desensitizing effect on watching it. You 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 got after one fight and then another and then another and you kind of like, oh here we go, wash, wash, repeat. It's like, mm. it's like watching a bloody washing machine, you know. Um, but but on the great, greatest ex- Aspect. I've just got to tell you, I, I I got them all. It was, it was like a family. It was like I had a check. If you had a checklist, yeah, and you go, okay. Now, I'm not saying I've never seen a film that's not borrowed from other films. I've seen films that massively borrow from it. But if you're very skillful and the script's good, the acting skills, that you, it becomes you don't its own. even yeah, it becomes its own beast, and you're not even aware of it. But now this was the greatest hits tour. The vampires were literally the creatures out of descent, but with fangs. Yeah, right, exactly the same. Absolutely the same. Yeah, um, there was a scene going through the train carriage where you go, oh, this is how they're born, is it? And they were in eggs. 
out of Alien, but they were upside down like cocoons hanging from the ceiling. But it's the, they were ex- they do exactly the same. Oh. It was unbelievable. Um, yeah, you know, they they're all they're all like visceral sort of um, uh, feral creatures. Yeah, not intelligent. Yeah, okay. But 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 they've got a queen that right. lays the eggs. Right. Familiar. Are we getting there now? Yeah. So we've we've dealt with descent, alien, aliens, Already. the post-apocalypse out there. Looked at the one that it most resembles is Mad Max, but I'll take yeah. your point on all the rest of them. It could be any of them. It yeah. could be any post-apocalyptic landscape. All the fight scenes, whenever it started to get a little bit arty, we went into slow mo and we did the Matrix. Tick. Um, the futuristic bits that are left that aren't all blown up and all that, these cities look like they're out of Chronicle of Riddick or any other type of sci-fi film that even that film's borrowed from. Sure. Yeah. Um, the bikes that they're all riding on are light cycles out of out of Tron. <laughs> They they even have the trail going behind oh, them. Oh, they don't. But they're in Why? dust. They have a dust oh, trail. Oh, dust trails. It's a dust trail. Right. That's the cool... They thought they were clever, you see. I didn't see the They've light cycle thing. I oh, yeah, I, well, I right. saw this in 3D, ah. so it was even more pronounced. So they, they're driving along the, the bikes, going across the desert. They look exactly like light cycles, yeah. Right. And they even, they have, instead of the light trail, they have dust. Um, then, then uh, you know, that, that's the initial greatest hits bit, yeah. Okay. Right. Then, then you've got the fact that uh, Paul Bettany, he's spent... He's obviously been away, and he spent a lot of time at the Sam Worthington Acting Academy. Yeah, he's not as bad as Sam Worthington. He was it, in this. It really. You are bet. Whoa. In this, in this, all all it told me, this film was that if you're going to make continue making films like this, you're going to have to find a a young Clint Eastwood from somewhere because. It's the only guy who can just keep appearing in these films again and again and again, yeah. and and you just buy him, and he's that dude, yeah, who walks around, he's world weary, and and all that, and you buy it. He did that, and he still did it. He even did it in Gran Torino at what seventy four or whatever he was. Yeah, um, they, these these guys can't do it. They just come across as as just moody arsholes yeah <laughs> get clint i don't know eastwood's characters when they were in these sort of films they never came across as as unpleasant you're always on the side and you liked him i, I just don't like this guy i did yeah. the, the, the priest himself i i was kind of like you're not much better than the freaks that are doing all this there's some other plot twists which were no great surprise i knew straight away um How bill, was, bill uh... compton was in it out of true blood Oh, Stephen Moyer. Stephen Moyer. Stephen Moyer, yeah. yeah. Okay, Stephen how was he? Right, okay, Stephen Moyer. How was Moyer. he? Bill Compton from True Blood. Yeah. Yeah, he was. just playing the same character. He, that voice is actually not his Suck silly it. voice. He, he did it, he did it. He, he nearly did the suck it. He, he nearly did it in his death scene. That's the only line he's got in that yeah, show, have you did, noticed? But, but he did, he nearly, he nearly did it in this death scene. He's going, you get them for me. Like, it's okay. <laughs> he, just, he just needed that on the end. Um, Carl Urban was all right, but he was a bit. He did it a bit panto. I saw the trailer and uh, his character's he's, uh, called Black Hat. Black Hat, right? Yeah. He, he's walking away from an, uh, an explosion, mm-hmm. as you do. Mm-hmm. Or he's, he's orchestrating it, and uh, it looks exactly like uh, Gary Oldman's character in Leon. Yeah. He did the same thing. Do you remember the? The orchestra, no? Yeah. But, I mean, what what, what am I supposed to make of all this? You know, what what am I supposed to make of it all? It's like, it's just, 
man, it's just I'm I'm get I don't want to be this person that just keeps coming on here slagging films off because we've enjoyed love, a few. Oh yeah, I've, I do, but it, it, over the over the weeks, too many at the moment. I like to be enjoying more of them than not enjoying them. I did enjoy it. It was a good night out for me. You know, it, I was a bit fed up. Had been proofreading loads of stuff, helping with this mag, getting all this stuff, last minute stuff done last night, and. Um, I was a bit ed-wrecked, and yeah, film... It, it was escapism for yeah. 90 minutes. It's, it's not a disaster, this film, by any ch- any means. It's just... I don't... I didn't need it. We've it, seen what it all before. If Priest 2 comes out, um, it's not going to... I'm not going to be there on Friday watching it the day it comes out, whatever. Um... I mean, there was one person that was really good. Maggie Q is the priestess, yeah. She was in one of the Mission Impossible movies, I yeah. think, number Well, she was three. quite a cool character. Yeah. And, and like I say, she was probably the only likeable character in the film that came across, had a bit of depth, it was all good. Um, she had a big fight scene and she did a few things and kicked ass. Was that in slow Matrix motion as well? Of course it was. Uh. And, um, and, oh, I know, I know. And, and this is it, and the 3D on it. There we go, back on the 3D thing. Yeah. Right. Great credit sequence at the end, again, like what happened in 4. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Great yeah. where sat and, there going, wow. And also the Green Hornet as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. with the, uh, you know. the Green Hornet logo flying yeah, around they, the screen they, there, the joke over the credits. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Because, because that's just done specifically for that, and it's yeah. in the studio. They, they, they've got a lot of time to get the depth right, do all that. Is, um, is Priest... Post conversion 3D, or yeah. was it filmed it's that so way? Post. Is it? It's so post. It's scary. Right. It's not as bad as Clash of the Titans, which is the worst case of it I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I've never seen anything worse than that. Cinemas were actually jaws issued were the wrong shape and little everything. disclaimers to yeah. uh, what to do in the case of uh, someone coming out to complain about Clash of the Times. They had a little script that they had to read. That off. that is fun. That's phenomenal shocking, isn't it? That, yeah. that someone has to do that. Yeah. That is phenomenal. But, you know, I'll get... Well, I'll tell you what, because I've, I've seen a DVD. We want to end on the bone of contention and give it plenty of time. We've got a bit more music to go. I'll get. I'll wrap up on this free stuff and the 3D in just a minute. And uh, I think we we need to have a listen to something else right now and then it's get on It's not that bloke again, is it? Please. On my knees. No. He's on every week. No now. more. Oh no. He's on with your curse. He introduces <laughs> your curses. Yeah. Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Saturday, 11 p.m. until 2 a.m. Exclusive to Manchester Radio Online. All the latest movie, TV, and entertainment news. Don't forget to check out our website on www.starburstmagazine.com.
And welcome back to Starburst Radio. And we will continue our little discussion about Priest 3D and wrap up on that and then yeah, we'll move you're on to... you going to give a rating? Then. I'll give it a rating. Well, I'm about to... I'm about to... Um, more stuff you want to rag on it. I, I'm only going on now, just quickly, just finish off on this 3D thing because I don't think I was doing it um, enough disservice, this... It's, it's this whole damn need for it that, that's doing my head in and at the point where I used to love 3D, I used to worship it and as a kid I, you can imagine <clears throat> 3D, you must, have, you must have got excited when the first sort of 3D films were coming out recently in this big renaissance I was, yeah, yeah but people it... are unaware of the three phases of this 3D and what's that? You had it in the 50s yeah. red and green glasses cinema and it was huge overnight and it lasted a year and a half and then Dink, gone. People were getting headaches. They were complaining the colours weren't quite right, even though it was 3D. Uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon, first commercial what, what, 3D what, movie. What year was that? 53. Right. Something like that. Check, check, by all means, check it up. I don't know. Anyone out there, if I'm wrong, that's off the top of my head. Um, but it's, it, it's early. And that was, that was, you know, fantastic. Yeah. But it died off. And then in the 70s to early 80s, they, they had another go at it. And that's when you got your Jaws 3D and I all the rest of them Jaws coming out. I want to see Jaws 3D. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Friday the 13th part terrified. 3D. Couldn't yeah. wear the glasses. Yeah. All that. And then that died away. But this time it's stuck. This is the third time lucky for it. And it's come back and it's there. But the problem is the, the joy, the wonder of it. Uh, would I... Uh, ten years ago, if you'd have taught me to see Priest 3D, would I be here going, oh my god, you won't believe this? Is it because I've seen so many of them? Or is it because the standard of this 3D is dropping? I, it's hard to tell. I what can't be last, objective about it. What was it. the last great use of 3D you saw? When was the last time no, you well, were impressed? I'm not a fan of Avatar, but I can't knock its 3D usage. Its 3D usage Neither was absolutely was fantastic. Super. Right? So, so that was good. Um... Like I say, the end of, of four, those credit sequences, I was sat there mesmerised watching them last week. Oh, going the, through the going, cosmos Yeah, there. that was, that was again, give me five minutes of that way, you just start blowing my mind. Yeah, why didn't the rest of the film do that for yeah. me? When when he's fighting all these things and all these things going on and he's fighting the Destroyer and that the surely should have... Yeah, and... that should have blown me away, but it didn't. Um, the best film other than Avatar that I saw in 3D, Beowulf, blew my mind. I agree with you on that, actually. Yeah. That was an amazing use of 3D. And that fight at the end with the dragon, I was gobsmacked. I haven't yeah, seen was, anything better than superb. that. I haven't yeah, seen anything right. better than that. I've forgotten about so, Beowulf. So, Beowulf, everyone out there, yeah, that spearheaded this. But, yeah, that that was it. Um, so, and, and in this film, you had the end bit, and the other bits where it stood out was the, the light cycle. Sorry, dust cycles, <laughs> yeah. Um, they're not called that, but you know what I mean. They, they're going backwards and forwards. They're heading towards you, going across the, the horizon, yeah. And, and, yeah, that looked good. That looked good. But other than that, it might as well be in 2D. Yeah. And it didn't, it didn't rescue what I was having a problem with. And, yeah... I'm sorry, but I'm. You know, you know, I'm going to end this review, don't you? No. I'm afraid that this priest needs the last rites. Oh. Oh. I wish I had that tumbleweed sound yeah. effect there. Yeah. What? What can I give it? Expected. I won't lie. I expected about six out of ten. I'll give it about five. Right. It's all right. Yeah. Hour and a half. Bit meh. of fun. Bit of fun. Yeah. yeah. 
bit of fun. Am I going to watch it again? Nah, don't think so. But um, I got a bit of a surprise with uh, this week's, well, the big Blu-ray release that's just come out in this country region. Uh, this region, yeah, it's region A, are we? No, region get... two. We're region two. Uh, no, we're yeah, we're region... region two, but this was Blu-ray, so it's A, A, B, and C. I think we're region B, aren't we? You know what? A's On America. Blu-ray, I've, I've only just uh, gone over to Blu-ray just Shocking. just recently. I, I, yeah. No, I didn't know that. I well, thought anyway, it was just region the two, U- the UK region. It's uh, we ought to know this. Is it as heavily controlled get, get... as DVDs? So oh can... God! Well, I've just got just got a hat player now right and they're just available now they used to i've actually got as you probably know i've got two blu-ray players one for america one for england right i've even had to have a step down transformer so yeah i, can I play can't afford that i've got I've, I've got a ps3 just did it well ps3s are great they've got a great yeah. blu-ray player yeah but let's face it that's all all they're being used for at the moment <laughs> yeah. isn't it so yeah um so it's green hornet and I, I'm a big fan of the TV program of the 60s. I, I actually like the 60s TV program because when I was a kid growing up, uh, first thing I knew about the Green Hornet was there were some episodes of, um, of Batman. You know, the 60s Batman. Yeah. And obviously, the age I am, that, that was my first taste of superhero TV programs. And then it got more sophisticated with, with uh, the Incredible Hulk. And then you're like, oh, that's actually got a plot and it's intelligent, that one, as well. And that you also had Spider-Man running around in his pyjamas at the same <laughs> time. But you, these, the, yeah, you couldn't really afford to do it, so they were very campy. But the Green Hornet was actually quite straight, yeah. And even though it crossed over into Batman, they, this that was done quite straight. Right. And he was just this this Brit Reed, and he had Kato. Kato played by Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee, yeah. And we get into we're not getting into that one, by the way. We know he's dead. <laughs> the what is his enlarged head? It, he's died. He died. It wasn't a curse. No, he was ill. Right. I think I think this is on one of the podcasts, isn't it? Yes, yeah, it, yeah. it certainly is. If anyone is, yeah, is baffled by what we're talking about right now. Yeah, yeah. no, don't be baffled. What it is, a couple um, of episodes Chris, ago. Chris loves to think that, that some of these, or he, like, he's, he finds these curses fascinating. And and Bruce, the curse of Bruce Lee, because Brandon Lee died with the gunshot that, that it was supposed to be firing blanks and it apparently exploded. There's a few versions of what happened. And he basically, they both died very, very young in very unpleasant circumstances. And, and yeah, that does happen sometimes. <laughs> you know, that, that's it, you know. I, ne- I fell asleep at the steering wheel a few times and nearly killed off all my kids, you know. I mean, <laughs> what? Well, you know, it happens, doesn't it? Don't say, it. yeah, <laughs> don't pretend. Don't pretend you've not nearly killed someone that you love. I, I, off the top oh, of my it, head, it, it, sometimes it, it, you know. Anyway, well, it makes you appreciate him more when they're alive at the end of the day, <laughs> doesn't it? Anyway, the, anyway, what were yeah. you saying about the Batman? So yeah, the so, '66 so, Batman. So it's the same guy who who <laughs> made it, and it's the same team behind the Batman, the Bru- uh, the. Uh, oh, I thought you were going to say West. that they crossed over. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, they did cross over, but I'm just saying it's the same team. But they were so it was very different, yeah, because the that series was very straight. It wasn't done with all you know the kapow bam and all the cartoony stuff that was on yeah. the sixties. Very camp. This was quite serious, but it was made by the same people, so they'd have 
crossover episodes and that's the first time I saw him and I thought oh wow he's like a dead serious sort of superhero and I, I was quite into it right. but it only ran for one season yeah and it and it was the, it brought the Black Beauty the Green Hornet's car big massive Imperial Crown sedan into it and you had all of that and then the flight of the Bumblebee you're familiar with that song because it was in Kill Bill Yep. It was used on the soundtrack, and that was used on the radio show. There was first of all, he started off on radio as a radio superhero, like like the Shadow, yeah, yeah. in the thirties, and he was just dragged forward. And then they updated him and made him a character for that. And then, obviously, Seth Rogen seen him growing up and decided, oh, I want to play the Green Hornet. So. The f- the thing is, I thought it might be absolutely apocalyptically bad from what I was hearing, and people it, it, it was not received very well. This well, film was it's, it? It's not as bad as people were making out. Why did you skip it at the cinema? Any reason? Was it was it the Sheer, uh, vol- word of some, mouth? Sometimes, sometimes you just get a bottleneck of films out all at once, and you just cannot see all of them and yeah. you have to go right your your dvd yeah. your blu-ray even, even if you are reviewing films for for a purpose yeah like i like to think this is what we're doing they you can't see them all it's impossible no Actually, there's no way there's no well I, let's put it this i'm way. ashamed yeah. to say i didn't even i, well, I didn't see it at the cinema yeah. nor have i got it on blu-ray yet no, so. yeah, look right at the end of the day i could see them all possibly but I wouldn't be having sex, and I wouldn't be—I <laughs> wouldn't be having fun. I wouldn't be going out or doing anything else, and I'm not prepared to quite go that far. And I know some okay. guys do go that far, right. and then they die lonely in the old people's home. And I'm not doing that. I love films. Don't get me wrong, but, <laughs> but it's not my that hobby. Much. It's my hobby, you know. So that was it, and it just lost out in the crush and. I I caught up with it, and it's not as bad as everyone was making out. If it's got a problem, it's obviously a labour of love for Seth Seth Rogen. Um, you know the bottom line in this. He, is, he got in serious shape for this movie, didn't he? He did. He lost that a lot of weight. He doesn't look, look bad at all. Mm. Um, the problem is he plays it really funny, but he plays him. He plays a character in it as even though it's done for laughs and it's all very funny, he plays him as way, way, way too much of a prick. All the way through. At Is that end, not just in the script? You get, redeem, he oh, gets fact, redeemed later. He, he did have a hand in writing this, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he did. He yeah. wrote it with his uh, Look, writing partner, Evan him. Goldberg, I believe. It suits him down to the ground. They've written the script to suit him as, and his personality, all the rest. The guy who plays Kato, he's, uh, he's all right. He's... The problem is he's he's it's not Bruce Lee, is he? Right. And and that was it. I mean, there was a cameo with Bruce Lee um, in that case Kato draws designs for all the vehicles, and that's where it comes in. He's he's spoilt rich kid. His dad gets killed. He then decides uh, he wants to become a superhero, um, but only because basically the manservant that's there, Kato, is a genius engineer and he builds a car that's indestructible and, and all the weaponry, and he gets really excited about it. Well, in one of the diagrams that Kato draws, there's a little sketch he's done of Bruce Lee. Yeah. Right. And, and it makes, it's, so it's got his heart in the right place. There's yeah, certain nice bits and bobs uh, and it's out. all right, but... He's, he is just, he re, it is difficult to, even though it's an out-and-out comedy and you are supposed to be outraged, yeah, it, it, sometimes it's very difficult to just not go, look, he's just too much of a prick. Right. He, I cannot get involved in this and right. bother about anything that's going on. But that's the weakness. But there is one letdown in the film 
which I wasn't expecting. Um, Christoph Waltz. I've heard this, yeah. It's rubbish, isn't it? Right, ru- actually, rubbish. It's not very good. He's well, all right. He's okay. He's, he's way better than most of the people in the film. Yeah. But he's, he set the screen on fire in Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. He, he set the screen on fire. He was amazing. And is he just I kind of repeating that again. performance again? In a very camp and very sort of lame-ass way. Yeah. I didn't really... I, I, I'm surprised, that's all. I'm, I'm just hoping yeah, it's a glitch. But I do think that... I, I think he did his best with what he was given. See, it's all down the writing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. His lines were OK. Um... I'm just not sure about about how he was coming across. He, right. he he came across as very very camp and very very like you couldn't understand why all these guys were following his orders because he was a joke. And then right. he he played the clown. He clowned it up. But the problem is that the the whole atmosphere of the film was um, this one clown who just happens to be a drug dealer and he's a bloody clown. And they're, they're both of them destroying half the city with what goes on in this film. Special effects were great. It's great watching some of the stuff that happens. Every time Kato goes to kick seven people in various positions and disarm them and then land and then it's all cool and that's well done. So I've, it's I've not heard done in a Matrix way. I've heard that there's uh, yeah, something, Kato Vision. Yeah, Kato Vision. Yeah, yeah. It's, got, it's got a load of cool stuff in it, and it's such a shame that it didn't make that extra leap into being awesome. I, was, I um, would have loved to have fought its corner more, but I do like it. It's a lot better than people are making out, and I do, I, I don't mind it. How is uh, Michelle Gondry as a um, action director then? Do you Fine. think? No problem. I, do, I, do, I just made think Eternal, I, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I, it's fine. It's, it's a, a fine. It's incredible fine. film. But the problem, the problem. I always just thought this was an odd choice for him. The problem with this film is it is primarily above everything else about about be, being whether faithful to the so, source material or not. Yeah, above all things, this is by far a vehicle for Seth Rogen. Yeah. Totally end of story. Full stop. It just comes in. It's a Seth Rogen movie yeah. in which he's playing a superhero, and that's the problem. And if you'd have just kept him toned down, not had the character quite as unlikable yet, and and you could have still had all the comedy stuff that's very funny, and he is very funny in it and all that. If you'd have just toned that down, it would have been more fun. Yeah, um, but it is. A but unfortunately, he wrote fun. the scripts as well. So, well, there you, know. you go. I get, I get it. He wanted to play the Green Hornet from being a kid, and it's and and he got to play his childhood hero on screen. Yeah. And then, I'm not going to knock that. Um, but I, I just find it because of that not quite as much fun as it otherwise would be. Well, I think we need to go to another break now, and then we will be back with the bone of contention: bone. product, product oh. placement. Oh, you need a, you need a soundbite, don't you, for that? Oh, we need that American deep voice thing. Yeah, if Bone any of you are listening, and, yeah, if any of you are listening and you have that voice, please get in touch because hey, we, that's a we good idea. Yeah, because in fact, you we can come around here. Jingles, have we? No. Uh, well, we got one. We got one. Yeah. We knocked up. Yeah, that's we it. We need more. We need more. We need more jingles. We need your American deep throated voice. So if you've got American <laughs> deep throatedness, please get in touch. And I hope no one's just tuned in and just heard that as a very unfortunate soundbite. Manchester Radio Online is brought to you by Amicus Computers.
Six one double six double O five four five. Manchester Radio Online dot com. And welcome back to Starburst Radio. And now it's time. It's time for the Bone of Contention. <laughs> that sounded was that lame? Awful. Was it really? Was it really lame? Yeah. Oh, oh well. I was using a Red Bull can. Oh, that looks delicious. It is a delicious yeah. Red Bull can. Actually, it's is that it's the new not, size as well? No, yeah, no, it's the smaller one. It's oh, the, the same, same as Red Bull. This is original Red Bull. Bull. This is Tesco Red oh. Bull. 
um, selected for Tesco. It's KX Sim- Stimulation Drink. Now, how does it compare to Red Bull? Um, it has a weird taste, <laughs> a little tiny, tiny tinge of of weirdness that says it's not quite Red Bull, but it is does taste like Red Bull. Right. But there's a little something there. I don't know what it is, so there you go. And as you can tell, we're going off on, on, on one there, but we're going on product placement. Yeah. That's our bone of contention. I thought, or, or, I thought that's or, what sorry, we were doing. Our, I'm not doing it again. Oh, bone of, no, I'm not doing no. it again. Uh, that probably sounded a lot worse than I thought it did. <laughs> right, so I should have used a horn or something. I don't know. Yeah, we'll get it sorted for next All right. week. Product placement. Chris, yeah. you're great at boiling these things down. Explain to everybody out there. Product placement. Well, everyone knows product placement. Do you think they do? Oh, yeah. I think they do. It's but when you, you're watching a movie. And I don't think everyone's know. aware it's happening all the time, though. No, because... I mention this to some people. I go, oh, God, look at that. That was terrible having that put thrust in my face. And well, they... that's probably because they've done a good job of having the product placement right, no. in there. If it may... No. Right. I saw Spider-Man. Yeah. The, uh, the first one. Right. Straight away. Dr. Pepper. Dr. I'm Pepper. Thinking. I yeah. had a worse one than that. Right. I was involved in um, in a disagreement with a major brewer. I mean, almost at point like court stuff, yeah, and all arguing over money. That's all you always argue with these big companies over, mm. isn't it? It all got sorted out amicably and over everything. Over Spider-Man? But, but no, not over bloody Spider-Man. Why would it be arguing over Spider-Man with the a brewery? The brewery didn't like it or something? No. Why are, you've got really confused now. Listen... I was Well, I know you get, you get very passionate about these things, no, so maybe the brewery is like... Things. Listen, I've hey, just did you see Spider-Man too? It's been rubbish just, out, wasn't I'm it? I'm going to get went, something out of the you. way at the end as well about the other finger missed off Priest, but I will mention that later. And um, the... Yeah, Spider-Man, I was watching it, and I'm in the middle of an argument with Carlsberg. Okay. And then... There we go. He's swinging along on these webs and doing all his stuff, and he lands on this Carlsberg truck. Yeah. Right. I mean, like, really lands on it and there, and it's all moving around Oh, so you weren't literally in the middle of an argument with Carlsberg. Oh, no, I mean... It was just an ongoing yeah, thing. an ongoing thing that was, was going say, on. So, well, so yeah, it's red rag to a bull. Okay. It's red rag to a bull time, right. yeah? So, so you know when you've got a problem with somebody and they're making your life a bit unpleasant and you're arguing with them all the time, and then you, the last thing you want on the night out... Is a massive, massive truck with their logo with your one of your favourite superheroes <laughs> barrelling along the road. Yeah. And I found that really intrusive. And I, people I saw it with we didn't even pay it. it for, oh, I said, oh, that with Carlsberg and all oh, this and thrusting Well, we were just talking then about uh, Thor. Yeah. And I, I pointed out that, uh, you know, in that small little pokey little town that the whole movie's set in, you know, this yeah. dusty little town... You've got a big fancy Burger King there in the background. You can clearly see in many shots. Well, you see, I didn't notice that. Yeah. And I, I look out for these things, and I didn't notice that. So I'm saying sometimes it does, it's very effective, it slips under. And other times it's banging your face to the point where it's oh, untrue. I mean, we've, we've got some ridiculous examples but, here. But I will, I, before we go through some of those... Yeah. I just want to point out, there's a misconception out there that people, product placement in movies, I mean, I've got some examples here. It was happening in, uh, it was happening in the Marx Brothers films. It was happening in It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, the first time I was aware of it myself um, was years and years ago, and this was done. They went to great 
lengths to get this product placement in place. It was for 2001 A Space Odyssey with Pan Am being the shuttle, the craft ah, that goes up. Okay. Cool. Unfortunately, a little bit of a shame that Pan Am went into liquidation um, in the what, 90s. before the release? No, in the 90s. Oh. But that's supposed to be 2001, so... Oh, no, yeah, right, okay. The, the, Sorry. the company wasn't it's around late. in 2001, yeah. you know. A little slow um, on the uptake, But that's there. 1968, that film, and it's got Pan Am doing the interspace inter- inter- flights to the station and all that. Like, right. you know, there's there. And, and that's a cool thing, because it made it look believable. Yeah, sure. Because it's Pan Am. Oh, gee. And that's what I mean. That, that, that always impressed me when I was a kid, if I ever had to see something real. Because when I grew up, you'd get fake cans of Coke or fake cans of this because clearly they couldn't afford to to have something in. And sometimes it's distracting. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden it turns on its head. And now you you don't get a film without it, I don't think. Do you? Um, oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't imagine. I'm sure a whole a lot of the chunk of the budget comes from comes from these things, doesn't it? You know, Pizza Hut. Yeah. S- saying that they, you know, you, you got to have a scene in there where you men- mention that restaurant and, uh, in fact, Demolition Man. That that was it. That Demolition was that was that Man. exact uh, example. Yeah, Demolition Man had a scene where yeah. uh, Sandra Bullock explained to Sylvester Stallone that in the future, Taco Bell yeah. won the franchise wars, and now all restaurants are Taco Bell. But on the DVD version of it, yeah. you've got that same conversation, mm-hmm. but with Pizza Hut. Unbelievable. Yeah. I've not seen that. Yeah. That's terrible. Well, how's that worked out then? What what happened there? They did a deal. For did a both. deal with the theatrical, I guess, with Taco Bell, and then uh, and then a deal with Pizza Hut for okay. for the DVD. That's awful, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But you know, they 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 they, um, they want. I, I know you've gone on about one that uh, particularly got to you. Which one? And it was the one. Oh, was it iRobot? And. Oh. And I didn't realise how bad that was until I saw it for a second time. Yeah. And when I saw it a second time, and you'd already mentioned it, I I was quite gobsmacked at that. There's a scene where he gets a, a pair of trainers. Yeah. A pair of Converse trainers, doesn't he? And, and he what explains. year is this film set? It's... it's Oh, two thousand and fifty. We'd have to. Yeah, just a, it's, it's in the just future. a stab in the dark. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. So he's he's but talking that was about made in two thousand and four. Two thousand and four. Yeah. So yeah. he's explaining to uh, his. I think it's his little sidekick by played by Shia LaBeouf. Possibly. Yeah. Uh, he's explaining to him that yeah these are uh, vintage Converse from two thousand and four. Yeah, yeah. And you get a nice, lovely close up there, and oh, it's 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 awful. Available now, you know. Yeah. That's that's terrible. I think this See, is where the product placement is is out of control. But I, th- I think sometimes it does have a purpose. It roots, like your Panama's example there. It does root it in a in a you know in reality, rather than creating fictional. Well, the real the real situation is if that was going on and there was a there was space flight commercial space flight available, yeah. it would going up, it would be Panama. It would. Be Pan Am or, or Virgin, yeah, or someone. I mean, well, actively, it would probably be Virgin because Virgin are planning to do it. Yeah, yeah, and you you would get that, and that's what I mean. It wouldn't have a generic logo. You could do it with a generic logo, but it has less impact. Exactly. But, it's like, but, but the problem is now that it's getting it's getting incredibly cynical. But I mean, that people do think it's a it. modern 
a modern thing, and it's, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not. It's what not was the It's a Wonderful Life example then? Um, it's a Wonderful Life. I'm, try, I'm trying to bloody remember now. Um, it's. I think it, they, they, it was part funded by National Geographic, and people were reading that a lot in it. Right, okay. As I remember. I remember seeing it once or twice in it, and you wouldn't have had that magazine in there. You yeah. just wouldn't. Um, you know, there they, they were lots of lots of stuff. I mean, the, the James Bond, though, always been at it. Has he? But they've done it in a cool way because it's part of, the, again, I'm not sure whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. If, it's say, for example, he'd have a watch, it wouldn't just be a generic watch, it'd be an Omega or a Timex. Oh, or hold on, something. hold on. Is this the, um, this is the, this is Casino Royale, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's, that's oh, a new geez. one. I'm talking about years ago. Oh, okay. In, in the Roger Well, they Moore did it do cleverer that. and subtler than actually having a character say, it's oh, that's simple. a nice watch. What it, is it? A it, Rolex? No. Omega. And then a big fat close-up of the product. Well, that's ridiculous. Yes, that is ridiculous. But the thing is that he would... Nearly walked flash, out. It'd flash onto a piece of technology on his wrist where he has to press a button and set something off or explosive or whatever, and it just be, it just happened to have the logo on it. But that, that's, that's all fair enough. Again, it works for the but, works for the gag, doesn't but it? I, I get I, I have a problem with this when I get thrown out of the movie buy it if that yeah. makes sense I yeah, get, sure. I'm in a state of disbelief I'm, I'm buying into the the story I'm buying into the people the personalities and then all of a sudden I'm aware that someone's trying to flog me something yeah and it it's distracting and I wish they they'd get I wish to, to me I wouldn't ban it I just think there needs to be a bit more sense about when it's used um yeah I mean and you've got you've always had you've always had stuff I mean in the last ten years, it's been absolutely terrible. But you know, you can't, you can't, uh, you can't. I mean, tobacco industry used to be able to do it, and they, they'd be in the Bond films. Um, I think um, in in the Living Daylights. Remember, I, I was quite shocked because there was a there was a smoker's health warning, like you get on the side of cigarettes on that. What before the film? After. After the film, yeah, it comes up. If you watch the Living Daylights with Timothy Dalton Bond, because he does, they made him very realistic. They tried to make him in that film and Licence to Kill, right? Like the the Ian Fleming chain smoking Bond out of the Ian Fleming novels uh, and yeah. make him more realistic. So he did smoke. He was seen in a lot of scenes just smoking and all that. And now they they don't have him smoking, which is not like he is in the book at all. Do you remember is, those old commercials with Superman fighting? What was he called? Nick nicotine. Nick nicotine yeah and then didn't they get into there was a big there was a big campaign wasn't they uh with this uh, anti-smoking campaign using superman fighting this uh i don't think he's a a dc canon is he he's not in the dc universe he's just made for that it'd be cool if he came back though wouldn't it in reality, yeah, I mean, it's a bit difficult to pull that off in this day and age, isn't it? <laughs> he, was, a, yeah, he was, he was, he was trying to with a cigarette butt for a for a hat. Yeah, and it's, he was, um, he was getting kids hooked on cigarettes, wasn't he? I'm sh- I, oh well, I know he 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 was an interesting character. But I mean, didn't the, one of the Superman movies then get in cross code man? He's yeah, one of them sort of inventions. But didn't this one of the Superman Superman movies then feature heavily feature Marlboro? Can't remember that. One. So I've, yeah, I've, see, I've heard see, there's, they, the they, there's a bit of controversy people, there. People you know. pick up on these, yeah. and and then other people don't. Um, like I liked, I liked the, uh, the the film that I think sort of pulled the other way. 
I think there were two films that that I think pulled the other way that helped um, sort of have a dig back at this. But we'll we'll listen to this last bit of music and then we'll get we'll get into that. But yeah, I think some films have actually gone right. Product placement. Yeah, let's 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 just put it right a bit. Like Marlena Dietrich And you dance like Zizi Jarmer Your clothes are all made by Balmain And there's diamonds and pearls in your hair Yes, there are You live in a fancy apartment Off the boulevard Saint-Michel Where you keep your Rolling Stones records Any friend of Sasha Distel, yes you do But where do you go to, my lovely When you're alone in your bed Tell me the thoughts that surround you I want to look inside your head, yes I do I've seen all your qualifications You got From the Sorbonne And the painting you stole from Picasso Your loveliness goes on and on Yes, it does When you go on your summer vacation You go to Jouin Lapin With your carefully designed topless swimsuit You get an even suntan on your back And on your legs And when the snow falls You're found in Samaritz With the others Of the jet set And you sip your Napoleon brandy But you never Get your lips wet No you don't But where do you go to My lovely When you're alone In your bed Won't you tell me the thoughts that surround you I want to look inside your head, yes I do Your name, it is heard in high places You know the Aga Khan He sent you a racehorse for Christmas And you keep it just for fun, for a laugh, <laughs> They say that when you get married It'll be to a millionaire But they don't realize where you came from And I wonder if they really care or give a damn Where do you go to, my lovely When you're alone in your bed Tell me the thoughts that surround you I want to look inside your head, yes I do I remember the back streets of Naples Two children begging in the rags Both touched with a burning ambition To shake off their lowly born tanks And they try So look into my face, Marie Claire 
and remember just who you are. Then go and forget me forever. But I know you still bear the scar deep inside. Yes, you do. I know where you go to, my lovely. When you're alone in your bed, I know the thoughts that surround you. Cause I can look inside your head FM couldn't contain him. James Stanage, exclusive to ManchesterRadioOnline.com. What do I want? I want you dead, you sad, pathetic scrote. Hello? Don't insult my intelligence. Where are you living? Still with your mum? Nobody on the planet has got any respect for you whatsoever. Manchester Radio Online is brought to you by Amicus Computers. And welcome back for the last few minutes of the show. And we're just wrapping up our bone of contention yeah, about product we? placement. Well, I, I just made a comment while we were off air where, isn't it funny how in the films... So many more people drink Dr. Pepper than in real life. Yeah, you're right. They do, don't yeah. they? Nobody drinks it's it been as about much seven as years do. since I've had a can of that. I know, yeah. but everyone it's drinks it in the, the films, don't yeah. they? It's brilliant. But yeah, we're talking about the two films that I, I think sort of fought against this and sort of made a point. Um, the first one, The Truman Show and Fight Club. They were both about 98, 99, and I think there was more of a... There seemed to be a bit of a spike where people were realising they were being conned and sold to. Truman a little early 90s, that was. No, it was uh, 98. Truman Show. Truman Show, Truman Show, 98, and I think, what, Fight Club, 99? 99. Yeah, they were all both within about 18 months uh, of each other. I'm, I'm going to guess 92 for Truman Show. It's not. I'm going to go. I'm telling you I'm now. i have a little check. I'm telling you now. I'm glad he's going online to find out. You're, you're going you're gonna to hear him shot down on this one. Um, oh, we've got one email from Jason from Tunbridge Wells. Tunbridge right. Wells? My word. He's up late, isn't he? Well, it's a nice quiet place. Everyone, everyone goes to bed early. Um, you know, he, he agrees. He, he found the, the product placement in Spider-Man with the can where he shoots it with the web. He said that was appalling. And, and it ruined his enjoyment of the film. Oh, God, you were right. 98? Yeah. Oh, there you go. So. That's weird. No, it's, it's just that I remember at that time there was a bit of a, there was a lot in the press of people moaning about product placement, so I think they sort of pandered to that. But I liked it. In, in basically, in in the Truman Show, there were lots of scenes where the the main character who was taking part in a reality show was uh, was literally um, he he was seeing the people in the show around him were picking up bottles oh, and I going, oh, what this, a yeah. lovely, refreshing beer, <laughs> and there, it was great because was he was cool. taking the mickey out of all this, and then yeah, you, you, you had in Fight Club people going on about the about smashing up uh, a, a famous 
coffee brand, which I think was Starbucks, they're having a dig at. And yeah, Blockbuster as well. Yeah, Blockbuster, yeah. yeah. You, the, you, the, the little missions that the so they are aware of all this. On, yeah. They are aware of all this, but, but I've got to say that they tried to be a bit cute about it in the Minority Report, if you remember. I've seen that Tom movie Cruise. once. Yeah, oh, well, I remember there, there the movie. Scene where he, he, there was a massive scene, and they were trying to be clever, and time. it proved to be really, really disruptive and threw you out of the film oh, completely. Well, he came, he came out. He was hiding, and he was trying to keep a low profile. And, and effectively, uh, what happened was he he walked through a scene. I'm trying to remember where it was now. He, he, he was walking through a shopping centre, and all these adverts that were up on the walls. They're obviously it was trying to show that the future these are genetically coded to you so they, they detect you they just go oh hello you're whatever if it's oh, on you it an go, appeal hello Chris to yeah I remember maybe this maybe you'd yeah. like uh, maybe you'd like to upgrade your new Nokia phone yeah. and all that and it just started doing well, that, that far with off, all these adverts that were just going off but what it is it was supposed to be showing you oh this is the future but it was proper adverts for all these products that obviously they'd paid a lot of money for so they were trying to be oh look how clever we are yeah we're showing you what a nightmare the future will be but it didn't because you just gone yeah this is your clever way of yeah. of, of having a bombardment of adverts in the middle oh, of this dear. film so it, it's it's a minefield it's a minefield and, and to be honest with you it does ruin how you perceive the film to be in in years to come you yeah. you're playing that on your blu-ray in 10 years time that dates it. It c makes it absolutely. look horrible. It makes it look terrible where a subtle product placement doesn't matter. Do you remember in the island matter. when the uh, Scarlett Johansson and Hugh McGregor escape from the, the island? Yeah. And they, they're, they're trying to hide in the, in, the, in the city. Yes. And they look up. Yes. And there's Scarlett Johansson. Yep. In the campaign that was running at the time. Yep. That yep. didn't even make sense. It, it's just... That was... It's Awful. just terrible. But yeah. I, uh, yeah, the, well, we, I think we can wrap up on that and say, as far as I'm concerned, you've got to be, sen you've got to be sensible with it. And if it, and if it adds to the film, or at least doesn't disrupt the film, yeah. I'm fine, because you've got to pay for these but things to be made. Audiences are savvy. They know. But I tell you now, it can, it can throw you right out of the film and yeah. ruin it for, for later viewing of it. It'll put you off even watching it. Talking about putting off, last moan about this. I'm probably going to moan again. Yeah, got the Rio advert again before Priest 3D. Unbelievable. I, they it, haven't switched it's, it yet. No, it's well, still Rio's on there. Rio's nearly gone. It's still on there. That film has come and gone. I hate that film. I hate Orange. Yeah. I hate the entire thing. I want to set fire to the cinema screen every time. It doesn't make sense. Now. Um, they, it's, they're not saying, that, oh, it's just the simple fact that this it's like they've turned my local multiplex into Guantanamo Bay because I'm strapped in and it's Chinese water torture yeah. every time I go if I go once a week I've got to sit through it and I dread it coming yeah. on ooh, whoa, 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 whoa. That, the, yep. that song terrible to me singing on air oh my god um, <laughs> that's how crazy it's got me I'm singing on air live but yeah. the it'll be gone soon but it unfortunately has to be gone. It, Please, it, when, when's it going how can it still be on? Don't know. Oh, but I remember seriously, the Gulliver's Travels anything, one played for a long time. Put anything on. Put, yeah. put anything on, please. You mm -hmm. know, um, I, you. I would be happy to listen to anything other than that. And I mean that. Oh, I can hear that. I can hear that tune. I don't know if you can hear it, Chris. Wow. <laughs> 
Yeah, where'd that come from? I don't know where <laughs> that came from, but that's sort of suggesting that we've got to go. And next week, it's the big one, boys and girls. Next week, it's the celebration show of the launch of Starburst magazine. It's going to be great. We're going to have a lot of friends in, and we're going to have a lot of fun. So please join us next week. I've been Mike, he's been Chris, and we will see you next week. Manchester Radio Online is brought to you by Amicus Computers.